And we are coming down in three, two, one. Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark Sheen Marshall. Nope. The non-cheap one sold. And the cheap one read. Rat <laughs> of a Red Baron. No. Welcome to Getting Closer Drunk live on the PPRN Radio Network. Brought to you by Spreaker. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. All right. Yeah, take care. Um, Starting lineups. Souls. I am drinking. You had to be there. Um, by Jack Abbey's Brewing in Springdale. And uh, yeah, want to see what's going on up there in Springdale. Well, Kyle, what kind of beer is it? Uh, it's an India Pale. <laughs> <laughs> Ma? I have from our friends at Thimble Island Brewing. They don't even like you. In Brantford, Connecticut. Right outside of Hartford. EA Session IPA. Called Lil Tug. <laughs> Dickhead. Kicking off the show, which I had last week, but because it's cold, I'm waiting for some stuff to get cold. From Decadent Ales in Stratford, Connecticut. From the Riddler Collection. From the Riddler Collection. Nice catch, souls. <laughs> <laughs> orange Cream Pop IPA with vanilla extract and orange puree. I'm also waiting for a beer to get cold, so I'm starting off with a beer from our friends at Molson, Canadian. <laughs> Yeah. I have to sneeze, but it's not ready yet. All my cold water I got drank. They did. I'm okay with it. (laughs) Right on the mic. Dude, that went over there. It almost hit her in the face. (laughs) You should see the screen on my iPad. (laughs) If you really embellish the sneeze, you don't have a second one. It's a life hack right there. (laughs) It's not a life hack, it's a life fact. Ooh, got team. The cheap one over there. Toast of excellence. <laughs> Kyle? Why am I always first? My toast of excellence is to MLB being back next week. No, that can't be your toast of excellence. That's Do gonna be, I no, don't your, care. Your, your toast of excellence next week will be to MLB baseball being back. <laughs> your toast of excellence can't be something that hasn't happened. Yes, it can. No, it can't. We, we want a toast SummerSlam. Pick a new one. <laughs> what do we guys get for me going first? Pick a new one. New one. My toast of excellence. Into the New York Guardians for sucking ass this week. Coach and player not on the same page. You know what I'm loving so far about the XFL? Every week, the, the league's two weeks old. They're just firing defensive coordinators. <laughs> like, you're out of here. <laughs> Matt McGloin wants a Raiders quarterback. Machine. My toast is going to go to Kawhi Leonard. Winning the, the renamed uh, Kobe Bryant Award. At the NBA All-Star Game. He's the first. He's the second player ever to win uh, Finals MVP, MVP, and All-Star MVP. Can you name the other? Uh, no. Michael Jordan. Oh. It was worth a guess, you asshole. <laughs> Oseek. It could have been Omar. It couldn't have, though. <laughs> it couldn't have. Not yet. Kendall? He's on the rise. <laughs> Um, this is a, a toast. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it yet, but I'm intrigued. 
as uh, Alex Rodriguez emerging as a candidate to be to uh, buy uh, the New York Mets. You're gonna have to love steroids, my friend. Replace the sick. I don't really have an opinion. You know, I I, I agree with a lot of your points. I like that. Your souls does know. He does know his best. Yeah. All right, I have two. One's to Jamie Ben, um, who uh, they were playing the Maple Leafs, and there was a delayed penalty against the Stars. So the Maple Leafs held the, the puck behind their own net so their goalie could get to the bench and they could get an extra skater on. And so instead of trying to skate around and move the skater, Jamie Ben just walked up to the empty net and pulled it forward and stuck his stick underneath it to shoot the, to get the puck out of there. So that was, that was pretty funny to see that in a game. <laughs> And then my other one is to uh, Spice Adams, a.k.a. Cream E. Biggums, first performance in the uh, NBA Celebrity Game, where he put on the shimmy moves on Common and then just got swatted across the court. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a mushroom, a fungi. Is that what we call fungi these days? Well, what? Toast Mushrooms? Rack them. Did you catch that? Almost. I know you didn't. So if you guys would like, since uh, Valentine's Day was over this past Friday, I'd like to share some uh, NFL Valentine's Day cards with you guys. I don't know if you guys, any of you guys yeah. saw them. I saw some, but go for it. All right. You had to be there. You guys just tell me when to stop, because there's a lot. Stop. All right. So the first one is uh, a logo of the San Francisco 49ers. Are you a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter? Because I'd like to blow you. <laughs> I saw that one. Uh, then it's a picture of Booger McFarlane. Valentine's Day is on <laughs> February 14th because Valentine's Day falls on the 14th day of February. Back to you, Joe. Uh, Cam Newton, screw Valentine's Day. I'm a strong, independent black woman, and I don't need no man. Uh, I'll let you guys decide who these are for moving on, okay? Roses are red, violets are blue. Now here's a guy who cares about you. <laughs> That's our man, Chris. Yep. Uh, I'd drop everything to be with you. What? Uh, Nelson Algalor. Yep. <laughs> this one, I don't know if you guys are going to get, but it's just... Shakira. Yep. <laughs> That's more of a visual. Uh, roses are red, violets are blue. I had to deal with Antonio Brown for nine years. I can put up with you. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. Nope. Mike Tomlin. Bingo. Damn it. <laughs> I'd pick you fan. even over two way hotter girls. Jimmy Garoppolo. Nope. Can you say one more time? I'd pick you even over two way hotter girls. Tom Brady. Would you guys like a hint? This one hits close to home. Julian Edelman. I need a hint. I just said it hits close to home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have another hint? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Mitch Trubisky. You know, I was uh, thinking Sean him, Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, I will single-handedly show you the best Valentine's Day ever. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I was trying to think of his name. I knew it was Griffin. This and one's he has, not a football he's person. He's missing but... one hand, not an arm. Oh, here we go. Yeah, never mind. Date tonight, I'll pick you up in the great city of Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, Trump. Yep. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. Protect y'all's chicken. <laughs> Jameis Winston. No. <laughs> More hood. Hmm. Arguably the most hood guy in the NFL at the end of last season. Oh, no, Beckham. No. Nah. Which guy from Seattle? Russell Wilson. No, the, <laughs> He's the whitest black guy. You're talking about Marshawn Lynch? Yeah. yeah. How do you know all these? Attila the Hun. You're so hot, I might get burnt again. Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Richard Sherman. Yep. <laughs> I'll never pass on an opportunity to be with you. 
Alex Smith. Um, is that one Garoppolo? Yep. <laughs> I have like 34 kids already, but could always use another. Cromartie? Nope. Phil Rivers. Oh, yep. Phil Rivers. <laughs> Roses are red. My last name is Kittle. What I'm packing downstairs is anything but little. <laughs> George Kittle. <laughs> nope. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Don't leave me with a broken heart. I got enough injuries to worry about. RG3. Nope. Ben. Nope. Andrew Luck. No. Nope. Fuck you. Hold on, hold on. Say it again. Oh my God, God. I hope. Don't leave me with a broken heart. I got enough injuries to worry about. Hmm. Should have made a game out of this. Mock's winning, though, by a lot. Kendall's losing by a lot. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it gets anything close. Know, who's hurt? You asked me for a hint after I got you a hint. Yeah. That's I'm not sure on that one. Think of uh, very injury prone quarterbacks. Andrew Luck. Nope. More injury prone than him. Andrew Luck just had a really bad injury. A couple of them. What about the other Eagles? Oh, Matt Stafford. Nope. Or is it Carson Wentz? Rebecca's killing it. <laughs> She's Googling them. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm doing that. <laughs> She's got the page up right now. <laughs> yeah. I see all of them on your computer. I'd smash you while you give me head. Oh, that's uh, Miles Garrett. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Are you from Tennessee because you're the only 10 I see? Derrick Henry? No. Ryan Tannehill? Yep. That's something Got he would say, Got a lunch date too. at the White House planned for us. Mahomes? No. Nope. <laughs> no. Oh, no, it's Andy Reid. Yep. <laughs> I wouldn't trade you for anything. Um. Hmm. God, I'm so bad at these. I'm, try- I'm trying to think. Eli Manning. It's a team. Um, no. Browns. No. Worse. I want uh, worse. The Bengals. The Bengals. Better. <laughs> the Redskins. Better. Panthers. The Raiders. Kind of right there. Bucks. No. I was gonna guess the Chargers. Dolphins. Mm. Yep. Bingo. <laughs> Suck it all. This one's a little bit more of a throwback. I'd kill to be with you. Ooh, that's our man. A- 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 Aaron. <laughs> n- 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 nope. Ooh. Oh, is it Ray Lewis? <laughs> no, Orenthal James, baby. Yep. <laughs> I'll have you out four to six weeks. This is a repeat offender. Vontez Burfick. No. no, no, no. I'm saying this is a repeat offender. They've already had a card. <laughs> no. Um. What are they normally talking about when you're out four to six weeks? ACL Tyree. You have a an injury. Carson Wentz. The other injury we talk- Yeah, Carson Wentz. Here we go. I'm gonna roll now. <laughs> we have an injury. <laughs> I can see the future, and you're in it. I don't really get that one. That Tony, one. That so, one might be Marshawn Lynch. Tony Romo. Oh, uh, sorry, yeah. I missed our Valentine's Day. I never showed up when it was most important. Um. Uh, he did. He won two rings. She participates, but doesn't want the microphone on. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Got paid a lot of money. I uh, the past three years. Phil Riv? No, like a lot of money. I, I'm like, I'm right on it. Um, Kirk Cousins. Bingo. Yeah, damn it. Good thing it was damn name. I'll let you deflate my balls. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady. Sorry, Jennifer. I didn't get you a gift this year, but remember that gift I got you 24 years ago. It's an old guy. Jerry Jones. <laughs> no, but you're really close. <laughs> Art Rooney. Mock's really close. Is, I mean, 
Is it Troy Aikman? No. Damn. What did you say? (laughs) (laughs) He said Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Sorry I didn't get you a gift this year, but remember that gift I got you 24 years ago? Quincy Carter. 24 is too far. Al Davis. Jimmy Johnson. Nope. Mark Davis. Thinking too specific. Is it the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Roses are red, violets are blue. Don't spill your drink on me because I'll probably murder you. Oh, that's Aaron. Yeah. Oh, I love that picture of Drake. I won't cheat on you, girl. Bill Belichick? Yep. <laughs> girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the next hint. Oh, Jason Garrett. Yep. <laughs> Got him. Roses are red. My last name is Brown. Come spend your Valentine's with the biggest clown. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Yep. AB, baby. I'll get on one knee for you. Cap. Yep. We're on to Easter. Belichick? Yep. Man, stop texting us. You're delayed. <laughs> Roses are red. Violets are blue. I'd run through a motherfucking face for you. Marshawn? Uh, Marshawn. Yeah. I don't know who this one is. I think it's just the Angry Eagles fan. It's just a bunch of swearing. <laughs> Um, I won't Who is have, Bob Souls? I won't have cold feet in this relationship. Rex Ryan. No. Oh, Daniel Brown. Yep. Oh, come on. Rex Ryan was funnier. You intercepted my heart. Yeah, I see you right now. Now, are they, are they going for real or funny? <sighs> like, is it a quarterback? Yeah. Jameis Winston. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, who led in interceptions defensively? Girl, you're special. Let's kick it this Valentine's. Justin Tucker. What'd you say? Nope. What'd you say? Justin Tucker. Nope. Pat McAfee. Nope. Uh, Young Hoku. (laughs) You're thinking too literal. Think a little bit more funny. Antonio Brown? Nope. Let's kick it this Valentine's Day. Ray Rice. Oh, Kareem Hunt. There you go. See, you're getting closer with the crime. <laughs> to be blunt, my love for you will never like go Garrett. up. Like Jesus. To be blunt, my love for you will never go up in smoke. We'd love each other to the end Josh of time. Josh Gordon. My assurance is on that high. One of mine was right. I'll kiss you like my son. Le'Veon Bell. Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> I'll kiss you like my son. All right, I say two more. Hope you aren't looking for a ring. Bill Belichick. Oh, Marvin guy. Lewis? The guy. No. The guy. Shanahan. Team. 49ers. No. Ravens. No. Bills. No. Lions. Yep. <laughs> Our relationship won't fall short. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Titans? Damn. No. Person. Oh. Um, Say it again? Sure. Darren Ty- Sproles. No. Tyreek Hill? No. Do you say it again? Think of somebody in the past year that's been really criticized because of their height. Russell Wilson? No. <laughs> Drew Brees. No. No. My penis. Goes smaller than Wilson. God, I just did. Oh, um, Kylie Murray. Yep. Wow. Roses are red, violets are blue. I want a real girlfriend this year. How about you? Manti Teo? Yep. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we will be boycotting this Valentine's Day. Uh, same. Eric Reed. Yep. Same. <laughs> um, and last but not least, my love for you won't retire. Tom Drew- Brady. Nope. Brett Favre. Nope. Drew Brees. Nope. Nope. Bill Nye the Belichick. Gore. Nope. You guys would be lucky to get this one. Andrew Luck. Bingo. I was just waiting to see if anybody picked up on it. 
All right, Rebecca, will you lose because you never spoken on the mic? So you Out of just, All your points are immediately given to Mike Mock. And because Mike Mock won, that means that he gets to assign five shots of his choice to Kendall that he has to do in succession now. Lysol wipes. <laughs> all right, I have 60 more of these for NHL. <laughs> no, that's it. That's all I got. All right, uh, so we'll go to break. And uh, when we come back on the other side, we're going to read our own Valentine's Day cards. <laughs> Souls, why don't you give them a little sample of what they're going to be listening to? Ooh, child, everything will be easier. Hey, Kyle, you know what I was thinking? You're not so good at that, are you? <laughs> well, I didn't want to copyright. <laughs> Kyle, before we do that, we don't have our we don't have our karaoke license. <laughs> the shot thing. I, yeah. I, I wanted to see if you could do us a favor. And oh yeah, we got to do that. Hold on. Well, oh, go. Let's lead into it. Kyle, you know the words to YMCA, right? You talk about B-U-L-L-S? No, no, no. Just the regular YMCA. Uh, not really. Well, the, you know the, the, the main I know the YMCA. Here's the thing. I don't think I could sing it anymore without saying, Chicago! <laughs> right, Kyle, ready they again? played that at the All-Star game this weekend. Did they? Yeah. Oh, man. All right, Kyle, you're just going to jump in. Just watch it on YouTube. <laughs> well, I want to see it live. It's not the same. Right, Kyle, jump in when you're, whenever you're ready. What are we doing? You're just going to sing. Can you turn it up? Yeah. But I don't really know the words. Just jump in. What are we doing here? I don't know the words, Ken. Just jump in, whatever. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm f- waiting for the one part. Well, just, just jump in. YMCA. <laughs> Is this just it's a fun on loop? <laughs> <laughs> I found this the other day. It's a half hour. It just never starts. It is- <laughs> you think that's funny? We used to go to parties at this at the Schwink's house. <laughs> In the winter time, and there used to be twenty-seven hour Yule log video loops on the on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so about You're all excited about that. This is so stupid. <laughs> Why are you picking on me? You, no, you should have let him do the Chicago one. The only reason because you said the song thing, I was just gonna pick anybody. So it just worked for that. It was gonna be you. All right, so last week we promised that we were going to be coming, we're, we're going to start coming back with shot trivia. We're going to start doing a, a lot more throwback format things because I think that was fun doing those things. So we're bringing back shot trivia. We're bringing sexy back. And Kendall, I, you can bring it in like some sort of vessel if you choose or whatever. I'll prepare a, uh, a like an empty bottle of sorts, but we're bringing back the private stock. All right. We're bringing back the private stock. So next week, actually, you don't have to bring a vessel. Next week, everybody has to come with three nips. I think Kyle took care of the first round of private stock. <laughs> nah, I can't mix all those together. It's not, it'll just be sweet. Everybody bring three nips, and they'll be gone. And by we're going back to we're going back to the roots. I'm so in. we're going back to private stock shots. We're going back to punishments for the private stock, aka next week. Congratulations, Mass! You missed a show. Private stock. Where did they call him? No, we're going back. Oh, okay, he can partake in the, uh... Yeah. Oh, no, because he can't do the gross shot, so he can't be part of it. Well, he can have next week's gross shot, too. Oh. oh. All Hang right. up! You're a dick. Wait. We were trying to listen Wait. to the song and groove yeah, okay. over here. Right, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. No, call, call Stephen Dillard. <laughs> call Boo. <laughs> call Ricky. <laughs> I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mass, we're good. 
Anytime now, Mask. He's gonna he's gonna let it go to the voicemail. He did. He did. <laughs> 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 That's why I'm sure to hear it again. Did I let it ring enough that time? Yes. No, hang up. <laughs> um Hi Mass. Hi. What are you drinking? Last thing I heard, uh water. Last thing I heard was Your bitch. Uh yeah, I know. <laughs> was uh Kendall yep. playing Souls into the 30-minute YMCA. 30 seconds. No, it was a 30-minute I know, but we're 30 seconds in this house. What? All right. So, Mass, I stated we're going to go back to some of our old school ways with our new okay. school ways type of deal. We're going to bring it back, as Kendall would like to say. And um, we're going to be instituting in the shot trivia, as mentioned last week. Yep. So, Kyle has a trivia question prepared. The loser is going to do the gross shot today. Okay. And then they're they're going to come prepared next week with a shot and a question. And then okay. we'll go from there. So whoever loses out of myself, Kendall, and Mock will have to come next week with a question. And uh, rules are no more than three ingredients. Well, I'm pretty sure Kyle already broke that rule. No, I didn't. Did you? Nope. Well, three total? Yeah. Like, including the alcohol? Yeah. Then you broke that rule. How did I break that rule? You put three things in. And then a I nip. put two things Was in. it two? You'll understand when we get to it. Well, calm <laughs> down. I watched you take out three things, I and you said you were going to use so them. So it's three things. It can be three different types of booze. It can be. It doesn't have to have any booze. But we're talking. We're trying to be gross here. So get Mr. It gross. Booze. It's just a shot glass. It's just a shot. That's all. Um, and then so, we're also br- hold on, hold on. Hold on I'm sorry. We're also bringing we're also bringing back private stock mass, but like the real private stock. So next week you got to come with three nips, any three nips you want. Okay. They're all gonna get mixed together in a bottle, and private stocks for you know like foul play. Um, you have to do a private stock shot because you missed a show. Yep. If you don't buy your own beer, it's not really a rule. Are they retroactive? <laughs> no. No, no. no. Okay. It's starting today. Otherwise, Kendall would have to sleep here pretty much indefinitely. So, <laughs> I, I missed a toast of excellence before. And and I thought of it before, and I, I'm upset that I did. But the the story that you sent us the other day about the string cheese on the egg sandwich. That was pretty fucking funny. Uh, yeah. I was hysterical. It was pretty rough. It was a bad morning. <laughs> 7.30 to 7.50 for Paul that morning was a real bad time. I, I was at work. I was laughing so hard. And, like, the people are like, what is happening? I'm like, listen, I can't even tell the story because no way it'll be as funny to them. You want me to read it? If you want. I'll read it. So, premise, I made a, uh, tried to make an egg and cheese sandwich. We didn't have any cheese. All we had was either horseradish, Vermont cheddar, or whatever the fuck it was. (laughs) And string cheese. So, I decided to use string cheese. And, uh, well, I'll just, I'll read you in from there once I get it up there. I'm looking for the big block of green text. It was like three we scrolls on the, on the phone. So uh, I prefaced it with saying, just so you guys know, using string cheese as a substitute for sliced cheese on an egg sandwich is never okay. Followed up with, no cheese, wanted an egg sammy. All there is is horseradish Swiss and string cheese. So I go string, first mistake. After spending the entire duration of the toasting of the English muffin trying to decide, do I peel the cheese or cut it into little circles, I chose the string route, second mistake. I proceed to fry some eggs and decide, you know what, runny eggs today. Third mistake. 
I flip the eggs over and place the string cheese on the eggs to get the melting process going. Well, it doesn't melt. It just gets more flexible. So I fold the egg over and place it on the English muffin. Figure extra heat will melt it more. Fourth mistake. Instead of the yolk, instead the yolk pops on the string cheese, which by this point has effectively turned into a food caulk, keeping the egg sealed. So no leakage of yolk, therefore I'm unaware of yolk penetration. Well, boom, first bite, fifth mistake. As a sea of yolk pours down my chest, I'm shirtless. The string cheese just comes out as streaming, as steaming chicken fetus-covered rubber snakes, splattering mess everywhere. As I tried to slurp the cheese in my mouth, final mistake, it just worked as a vacuum, expanding the tube of cheese down my throat, causing me to choke and spree yolk strings up through my nose. All this while realizing that not only does string cheese turn to glue while being melted, but tastes like it too. So after a sink bath, a quick reevaluation of life, and some water, I've decided definitely got to cut the string cheese into little circles. I love the fact that you didn't just stop using string cheese. You're just like, nah, nah, the problem was definitely just the delivery method. Well, I mean, you got to give it a second go with the other method. There's multiple ways to go about it. I thought for sure that someone made that sandwich for you. No. And and was just like, oh, this will work. And I was waiting because in my head I'm like, oh, who made this thing? Because that's going to be even better. You're like, no, I made it myself. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. I have an egg sandwich every Saturday morning. I always make myself one or two egg sandwiches. And there was no cheese. And for me, an egg sandwich without cheese is just not the same. Right. Well, it's pretty much useless. Yeah. At that point. So, all right. Question. So, sorry, Mass. Jesus. Oh, You're right. here, so let's fucking go. Wait, what are we going on? It's time for Shot Trivia. Oh, God. All right. You can't guess. You can you can guess, Mass, but your guess means nothing, okay? Because you're not here to physically do the or, shot. Or he just has to rip some of the shot next week. Ooh, save it. Uh, all right. Well, that's up to Kyle because he already prepared the shot. Oh no. So I mean, you can leave it here and let it fester if you what want. What are you guys doing with today? All right. So, Mass, your guess is irrelevant. You're doing a private stock shot for missing it. That's part of the punishment for not being here because you don't run the risk of doing the gross shot the following week. So, private stock for you next week. Okay. Which can I guess? Do? Can I guess uh, last then? Does Does it matter? Guess first. You can guess last. Your pick means nothing. I think all the right. person doing the question gets to choose the order in which they guess. Okay. Comes Kyle just being a douche. <laughs> so, Mock, you're first. Yep. Hang up on him. Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> Mock's going to pick a number. Paul's going to pick a number. Kendall's going to forget Mock's number, <laughs> pick something <laughs> lower than it or higher than it that puts Mock in the middle. Mock still wins. So it doesn't matter. It's all going to come down to Ken- Kendall's lack of just, everything. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you guys know Wendell Smallwood's a redskin? Yeah. What? I didn't know that. Did you also know that Wendy Williams is gross? <laughs> Yes, I did know that. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Hit us with some knowledge. In the two... I'm just oh, gonna, sorry. Mass, just real quick. One more thing. This has to be a statistical question because we kind of do the whole, like, whoever's closest. Price is right rule. No, we don't do price is right <laughs> I know. You guys ready? Yeah, go I'm ahead. Ready. How many points per game did Jerry Stackhouse have in the 2000-2001 NBA season? Oh, no. I don't even know who Jerry Stackhouse is. He wants a pancake chain. <laughs> <laughs> See, so you know why a question like this is bullshit? What? Because me and Ken will have a complete shot in the dark. <laughs> well, I think, I think Paul's just going to use logic. He's just, I mean, I think we all have an equal chance unless Paul just knows, <laughs> which is not out of the realm of possibilities, but I think Paul has well, a better no, chance. I just though. have a better history of knowing right. when basketball players were good, bad, 
Like what their role would, on a team is. I would say, and because mine doesn't matter, I'm just gonna say someone the I don't fucking know his name. Twenty five points per game. All right. Now keep in mind, you guys can guess twenty five points because this guess means nothing. So mock your first. Who second? So Kyle, can I can I, can I lodge a thing? Let's see, I'm gonna say have Paul go first. And then I'll go second, but at least give me and Kendall some type of jumping off point. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> so I think it should be the reverse. I think I should go last since I have the best chance at winning it. So you yeah, guys probably... don't have a jumping off point. <laughs> can, can we ask just questions for historical reasons? Sure. Okay. I'll, here's the deal. I'll get you and Mock each, you guys together, get three questions and C- Kyle will answer them. Okay. I think we we guess his age, like kind of like when when this is happening. And now, what year did you say? Two thousand, two thousand and one. That's question one gone. So question one is how old is he? No, that was a repetition. Hang up on Massey. <laughs> well, we're, we're discussing. So what, 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 is question one his age? Yeah. At that time. Yeah. Can we get his age? Twenty five. I think he was younger than that. I think it was like 20, oh yeah, twenty three. Twenty two. He only played one year at UNC, right? No, two years at UNC. I think he's like. Yeah, so it's like 23. He was drafted in like 96, I think. Well, he'd be like 20, 21 if it was only two years. Yeah, he was drafted in 96, though. So he'd probably be 20, like 25, we'll call it. 20, 23 to 25. Okay. Because he played, he played until he was like almost 40. <laughs> hmm. All right. So when this happened, fairly young gun. Um. <laughs> um. What position did he play? He was a shooting guard. The best position, Mark. What year are we guessing? I almost just wasted the third question. (laughs) Oh, 102. (laughs) You almost wasted it? Almost just wasted it. Trying to be funny. 2000, 2001. He was 28 years old. Was he really? He was born in 74. Wow, this guy's fucking old. He retired at an old age. He played for a long time. (laughs) Hey, Massey, do you happen to know, like, looking on that screen there, how many points per game he averaged? In yes. 2001 and 2002? <laughs> that would be the wrong year. Yeah, 2001. Also, well, we, that, we need that answer. <laughs> also, that you said average per game, right? Yeah. Is that I'm sorry, I can't help you. You just ask your third I just question make sure so we I... get this over with. It's average. Okay. What are the average per game over the course of the season? Because I was going to be really bummed if I answered, like, 15 thinking that, and then he's kind of like, no, it's for the whole year he had 700. I would have been really bummed. Oh, like total points? Or yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Someone ask your third question. Get it over with. Come on. Okay. Uh, how many minutes per game did he play? Mass? A lot. Mass has it up. Mass, what was his minutes per game for that season? Give me a second. Minutes per game for 2000 to 2001. Yep. He played 40.2 minutes. So basically the, in- the entire game. Yeah. Okay. All right. He sat for an average of two minutes a quarter. Yeah. This team looks trash. <laughs> I don't remember what I guessed. What did I guess? It got real a lot better though. Oh, you guessed twenty five, mess. It's because they traded. Huh. Nineteen and a half. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go with sixteen point seven. My turn? Yes. 28.9. Safe. The answer is 29.8. I was within a point. <laughs> so, Kendall, yeah. you, are a little you know what the best part is? For a career, he averaged less than 16 points a game. 
Really? Yeah, the last like five yeah. years of his career, he averaged like four points. Uh, <laughs> so, no, question, for his right? career, for his he career? averaged six. He was a member. He was a member of that 06 Mavericks team. Minutes Ooh. minutes played was a good question because I was sti- I was like, oh man, this guy. I don't know. I was sitting right around like twelve points. You know, it's <laughs> funny that I was thinking because I just assume that like players today, like the stats are just more inflated, kind yeah. of like football, which might not be the case. It just they're not really though. For basketball, talking? the problem with basketball, the thing with basketball now is it, it feels like that there's just more superstars now. But like realistically, like when you look at a team, like a team like you can't look at a team like Golden State has been or a team like the Bucks right now, like because there's a lot of like really good like superstar caliber talent. But like you look at a team like, um, like the Seventy Sixers. You know, I mean, what's is Tobias Harris averaging over twenty points a game? No, no. You have Joel Embiid, who's averaging probably what twenty three a game. Simmons, who's probably averaging sixteen. Around there, sixteen, close to a triple double though. But I mean, but sixteen. I mean, Joel Embiid's the only person on the team averaging over twenty points a game. He's the only one putting up all star scoring numbers. It's just there's just more more well rounded scoring now. There's a lot more people that can produce that in that twelve to eighteen points per game range. You go back even in the early years of like LeBron's career. And you go look at a team like the Minnesota Timberwolves. Kevin Garnett was putting up 28 points a game. You had th- maybe two or three guys putting up between 15 and 20 points per game. And then the rest of the team was putting up like nine points per game. That's why the NBA was scoring less. This team was so bad, dude. He, he put up those type of numbers and didn't even make an all-star team or an NBA team. Damn. You know, he made the all-star team that year. Did he? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. I saw like he didn't make any NBA all-teams or anything. Nothing. Won like no awards for it. Well, because those awards are biased. They're given to playoff seeded teams. Yeah, those teams were – that team was bad. Bad. All right, so Kendall gets to do the shot. Pour it he up. Did make, he did make the uh, all-star. He made all-star 2000 and 2001. Do you want to just drink it out of the bowl? Well, I mean, it would probably be easier, but I assume that no one else is going to try this, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be correct because I know one of the ingredients. It's no. Rebecca, can you cuisine, give that to oh, Kendall. Be careful. Just if there's a lean cuisine – no, no, I was not saying there's any Asian cuisine. There you go, Ken. <laughs> no Asian, no Asian. It's like gravy. <laughs> I smell it. Do whatever the fuck you want with it. I'm going to try to guess. Hmm. Definitely seems like there's an A1 or some type of... Uh, Steak sauce, vinaigrette component here. Uh, you would be wrong, sir. It'd be darker if there's A1 in there. Well, I just meant kind of like a, a, a sauce or dressing. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but that's not what you said. I needed the jumping off point. Don't steal my phrase. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, you know, I don't know. Right. Here we go. Wait, is, there, is there pickle juice in here? There is. Uh, I thought so. that's what I'm getting. At. <laughs> <laughs> so I rescind the my vinegar. Previous... I literally said that there was pickles in it before you handed it to him. Oh, really? Can we play back the tape? Play it back. Play it back. Just do it already. Here we go. I'm fruiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of tastes like what vomit tastes like. <laughs> so, so are you going to let it go to waste? Yeah. <laughs> no reason to continue drinking that. So, that consists of pickle juice, mayo chup, 
So, that was like a dressing. So, what was funny is Kyle goes, well, since I don't have to do it. <laughs> and the 99 Espresso Coffee 99 proof. Hmm. Yeah, it's not good. Yuck. Well, good job, Kyle. I, I, I like that. Yeah, I thought you hated it. Well, it's a gross shot, but the point is to have it as bad as you can. All right, so Kendall, you come with the gross shot next week in the trivia question. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Paul, you're going to have to buy the ingredients for him. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Cheap puff, bitch. I don't know where to go from here, guys. Do you want to continue uh, Mass's segment? Yeah, go ahead, Mass. Is he ready? Yep. Oh, man, I left the paperwork in the car <laughs> at work. It's wet in the tub. <laughs> Nope, I eliminate it. I eliminated. I, I, I was going to say, I believe that he would. I don't even know how to work a fucking laminator. It's easy. You just go, hey, Rebecca, do this. <laughs> God, don't you, don't you love uh, um, the hyena laugh? No, it's not hyena. It's that dog <sighs> from Cartoon Network. I know. Courage? That. No. Uh, 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 it's like the, the, no, I know what you're talking about. I'm on it. <laughs> All right. Do we want to do the the Muttley, uh, the Muttley laugh? He goes. Like, he's laughs. He's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, the one from Silently Whiplash. Sure. Man, he, he <laughs> even knew the the cartoon that it was from. What? No, just good on you. Yeah, just go with the segment, bro. Well, I asked. Which one do you guys want me to do? Just do you want pick me to one. Do just go. Okay, Kendall, can you pull it up real quick? What? <laughs> like, you guys going to interrupt me again, or do you want to let me finish? Oh, so we're doing the, the ESPN thing. That's what I was asking. Do you want to do that or the then and now one? He wants to know if you want to do the latter well, thing, or I, if you want to do the segment where he was doing where were they, where are they? I thought that we were doing. We can do the ESPN one. The one that you prepared. Okay. The then and now one. All right. Yeah. All right. I like how you're looking like like you're like he's the one in the wrong when he clearly asked which one twice, well, then, and then no one made a decision. He asked you. He asked everyone. No. I yeah. did ask everybody. No, I heard him say, "Kendall, are you going to pull it up?" Well, because you guys interrupted me. Yeah, but we do that all the time. Yeah, you dick. Well, oh, fuck you guys. No, no, fuck, fuck you. you. Why fuck me? Fuck you. Watch your mouth. With I, kids, I watching. think we could all. I think we could all agree on just fuck mass. <laughs> Asshole. Rude. Alright, so Vince Carter. What? So we're 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 doing the, the one that I prepared. That's what Kevin no, 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 said. Sorry, sorry. I was I was reading something else. My bad. That was my bad. Sorry, Mass. Alright. So Vince what? Carter. <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, <laughs> That's funny. That's good for him. That was very funny to do. We'll call him back. No, let him call us. Yay! He's back. Are we done? Yes. Right. We still got like two hours to go. Oh fuck that! Um, so I decided to do the NBA tonight. Uh, look back at where these players were ten years ago. The start of the 2010s, what they had already accomplished. Um, a lot of these had 
uh, I did a different thing for the NBA this week. I decided to look at the young kids, just to get an idea. You know, we're looking at Vince Carter first, and then it would be fun to look at somebody like John Morant and see where he actually was ten years ago. Um, so Vince Carter, he was in, in middle school. Thank you, Kyle. Gotcha. Do you want to take over the segment? Dude, just fucking do it. Vince Carter was with the Suns in 2010. By then, he is already an eight-time All-Star, and he was already 33 years old, which is just fucking insane to think about, especially because he's still playing. He was picked 1998 in uh, the fifth overall pick. Would go on to not really do anything much more of note. He wouldn't make the All-Star team again. Um, he would never get uh, an NBA second team or a third team. Um, he continued to play for, well, up until now. This is his last year, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, played for Same. played for uh, the Suns for a year, ended up playing with the Mavericks for a couple, followed by the Grizzlies, then the Kings, and he's finishing out his career with the Hawks. Um Moving on to Carmelo Anthony, uh, in 2010, he was 25 years old. He Wait, was are, we, a... are we not talking about like Vince Carter? Are you just, I feel like I forget what we did last week with this. Well, you didn't. I would be very happy if you guys would talk about it. Oh yeah, so otherwise you're just gonna be rattling off a lot of nonsense for a while. I don't remember him as a son at all. No, no, it was pretty brief, but he was there. I believe it. I just don't remember. It. Pretty much played for everybody at this point. <laughs> The guy was just like, like it's. It, he's the opposite of what you get from that older veteran player. He never really chased the ring. He chased the rebuild. He liked being a part of like that next generation team, and like it, I feel like it's like if he didn't like what he like what he did, if he didn't like where he saw like if he saw where it was going, he moved on. That's why he likes Atlanta because yeah. he likes the way direction Atlanta's going, and I mean he wants to play for a team. You know the young hungry teams. He's going to get minutes because they're inexperienced, but he's not going to be overworked due to just nothing. And I think he likes that mentorship role. I think that's what he's – I think he really likes doing that. He's played the game for so long at such a high level. Well, there was an interview with him that, that, that kept asking why hasn't he ever joined. Like the Warriors or something. He, he said he wanted to – he wasn't going to sign with a team just to sit. He wanted to play. Yeah, that's what I like the most. He's never chasing the money. He never chases. Wants to play basketball. That's like that's the best. He, he's just like, there's no point in me still playing just to sit on a bench. I mean, getting a ring would be cool, but I just want to play. I'm like, all right, well, that makes sense. We I mean, play for a lot of shit teams, and they're not going to get any better anytime soon. Who knows? He's out there and he's playing, and mm-hmm. for what it's worth, he's playing at you know a high level for a guy who's X amount of years old. I wouldn't say high level. Mediocrity. Well, I mean, for how many guys his age, you know, who, who are playing in some, you know, off league or whatever. I don't mean like the, the, the G League, not the G League, the big three or whatever. And I think he still stands a chance in any, like, one-on-one scenario, anyone his age who had played, you know, professionally. But. Who's to say? All right, Mass, next one. All right, so up next, I had Mello. Um, Mello, at that time, was 25 years old. He was already a three-time NBA All-Star. He was still with the Nuggets back then. 
uh, would go on to earn eight more NBA All-Star trips, uh, two more uh, NBA second teams, um, one more NBA third team. He would lead the league in scoring in 2013. Um, has really played at a very strong level for this decade. Oh, that's it. Um, um, yeah, Carmelo, another one who played for a lot of bad teams. He was part of the Knicks team that had nothing really going with him. And that Denver team, while it often made the playoffs, was just kind of like the wrong combination of youth and experience. There was a lot of nonsense on that team. I think it was a big remember that, that trade with Chauncey Billups and all that. There was like a lot of hype, I think, involved. For like, oh, yeah, they, had, be the... yeah, they got Chauncey, and then they had Marcus Camby still, I think, at that point. And I think for a lot um, of people, like this will be the next time to push yeah, through. Yeah, break, Smith break through. and um, forgot to mention he had already also gotten a gold medal for the Olympic team. Yeah, dude, he had the most gold medals, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot. He never turned down the opportunity to play. He's got three of them. He's one of those guys that just he loved to play year round. It's kind of a bummer, and I think some of it is his fault. Some of it is just kind of, you know, management or whatever. Like, how he kind of sat idle for, for two seasons, I guess we'll call it. I mean, you guys would probably have a timeline better than me. Well, it, was, it wasn't his choice to sit idle, though. No, I know. It was like a half – it was like three quarters of a season. Because he played a full year with the Thunder. He just didn't fit with them. He went to the Rockets, and they, he yeah. didn't really have a chance there. And they cut him, and nobody signed him until Portland. Yeah. I, I was wishing you can't change it, but I wish that it went differently for him. Not that, uh, of course, he wanted to, to win. So I think I most no, I think it did like him, him. I think it did him well. Yeah, they said that. Like they, I it, think it made him a little bit healthier and eased his mind, and he had time. And he, to, sh- he shed a lot of weight too. Like he was able to just do a lot of workouts, and now he's in good shape. He's playing at a high level for Portland, and will they make the playoffs? Who the fuck knows? Because they're so up and down. But Damian Lillard's on his like fifty point streak that he has every year. So, how much? Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was like, how much gas do you think he has left in the tank? He's got one or two more years. One or two. One or two. But he fits into what Portland's doing. That's the thing. That's a good fit for him. It's a good fit for somebody like like Melo has reached the point now where he he knows that he's not the guy, and he knew that in OKC. It's just that what OKC was doing didn't fit him. It was. Carmelo was a good isolator. Yeah, and the and the th- well and the thing too is is that like Russ and Paul George can shoot the three, but that's not what they're known for. They're known for the, their ability to get to the rim and draw contact. And that you know you, you would think on paper that if they drive in, people are going to collapse and it's going to open up Mellow. And that's not really how it works anymore. That used to be the way the game was played. Now it's you kind of need somebody that can draw the attention deeper than the arc, which is what Dame and McCollum can do. Because they can both hit the three from ten feet back from the, the arc, especially Dame. Dame can light it up from inside the logo. And so that creates more space for Melo because when you have defenders out that far, it gives more space down low for the bigs, which plays people tighter on the bigs, which gives Melo more space to work with. And Melo is arguably the best one-on-one scorer in this generation of basketball. I mean, Mello back, Mello with his back to the basket against any defender could put the ball in, in the bucket. No problem. Yep. Next. 
All right, so up next <clears throat> went with LeBron, just because it's frankly ridiculous how long his accolades page is on Wikipedia. It's not, it's not uh, the same guy. It's kind of like Kane. Like once he left <laughs> Cleveland, it was like, oh, let's take the mask off and it's a different person. So ten years ago, LeBron was twenty-five. He had one MVP. He had already gotten four All-Star nods. And he led the NBA in scoring in 2008. Since then, has won three NBA championships, has won three NBA Finals MVPs, has won three more Most Valuable Players, has gotten 11 more All-Stars, has gotten one more All-Star Game MVP, has gotten nine more NBA All- or NBA First Teams, and I just don't really want to read down the rest of their accolades because became more I, of a bitch. They speak for themselves. He, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely not. Oh, he's become more of a bitch, but he's de- he definitely looks for the foul more. He looks for the foul and gripes more. But that's the NBA. That's the way the NBA is now. Everyone's looking for a foul. Everything is a foul. But yesterday just pissed me off. What, what? like Kyle Lowry going for the charge the entire time? Dude, no, no, he it's had not, to. no. That's not going for that. That's that's not looking for a foul. That's like that's. That's smart IQ basketball trying to cause a turnover. I'm talking about like every time somebody went up for a shot, it was just like looking to the ref for like, where's the foul? And, you know, and like he did when he tripped over Giannis last night. Everything. Every single time he had the ball, he was looking for a foul. But I mean, LeBron, it just speaks for himself. I mean, it, it's it's a hindsight's 2020 thing. If LeBron had never left Cleveland, I don't know that. I, I think all the accolades would be pretty similar. I think we'd be talking less championships and more scoring titles. I think he'd lead the league in scoring more because given what he had to work with. Um, but, I mean, that's always a fun thing to think about is if LeBron never left Cleveland because it would just because where would Kyrie be? The only reason that Kyrie went to Cleveland and then we saw that combo was because he left and, and the Cavs were just like, all right, well, we pretty much lost – 98% of our scoring, so we're just going to go ahead and rebuild. And they got Kyrie. Um, so I, I think if he stayed in Cleveland, like I said, less less rings, more scoring titles, but all-star nods, everything else consistent. Yeah, they, they did that twice, though. Cause they also got Andrew Wiggins and were able to flip that for Kevin Love. Right, right, right. But I'm saying, but like... Which is bullshit. Yeah. Makes me mad that that little fuck kept winning the lottery. Fuck that little kid. <laughs> but, I mean, they speak for themselves. I mean, you know, I don't think we're going to be doing this discussion 10 years from now. Like, where's LeBron now? I mean, I don't think he'll be around in 10 years. I mean, where's Bronny Jr.? Yeah. I mean, he's still got... You think he hangs around to play with his kid? Yeah, his kid's he's like got, three years of familiarity. Well, let's see. Yeah. He's still averaging twenty six points a game, so he's only thirty five. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let's How old is his kid? He's... His kid's a freshman in high school. Oh, really? So sophomore. he's got to wait three more years plus a year of college. Sophomore year. So he'll be, so he'll be thirty nine. So two more years. Two more years in a year of college. Can you forego your senior year at? Uh... Huh. Can you forego your senior year at high school? Did I just hear you say that? No. Oh, never mind. That was taken away a long time ago. Yeah. Although, there's talk of it coming back. I don't know if it'll come back that quick, but... Why did they do it? Just for the athlete's education? 
it was a money thing, really. There's too many, like, you you started to see this plethora of players started coming out, and so just to name a few, LeBron James, Dwight Howard, and Kevin Garnett never played a single game of college basketball. Think of how much money those programs would have drawn had those guys played a year of college basketball. Think of how right. many people would have paid, think how many people paid to go see Zion play at Duke. Yeah. How many people would have paid to go see LeBron play? At Ohio State. It's just... They'll get to pay the players, though. California does now. I know. They shouldn't be paid. I'll argue that for the end of the No, I I agree. They they don't take advantage of it, but they are compensated with a free education for four years if they choose to do it. They just don't choose to do it. It's like saying, it's like going into work and your boss says, hey, you have four weeks of paid vacation and you don't take it. Like that's a good analogy. Oh no, I, I agree with you. They shouldn't right. be paid. They shouldn't be paid. They should. They shouldn't be paid. Do I think that they? It, I think that outside of basketball, like playing for the school, I think if if Nike wants to come in and say, "Hey, I'd like to do a shoe deal with you while you're in college," then they should be able to do that. That's different. That's that's like getting a part time job while you have a full time yeah. job. As long as it's not interfering with your, you know, whatever. But I, I, I personally think that they should be bumped up to two years in college. To be honest with you. There's too many play. There's too many people that that put all their money, all their chips on it. That go in, and they play one year of college ball. They were an elite college player, and it doesn't transition to the NBA, and then they have nothing. They have nothing at all. They have yeah. no education. They didn't get any money. Chances are they blew all their money that they did make. And I mean, that's why there's a lot of respect for speaking of LeBron. I mean. LeBron was given so much money at the age of 19 years old between Nike and the Cavs and other endorsements and to, like, you know, have never cheated on his wife and have this, you know, be never, a picture-perfect Never had fam- anything. Yeah, be a picture-perfect family man, no criminal reports, no much, some, not so much as a speeding ticket. Nothing. I mean, forget all the opening up the school and shit. I mean, just being a model citizen alone, you know, it's... The, o- the only blemish that people ever throw on LeBron is that whole decision thing. When he went to Miami, like yeah. that—that's like the one blemish. But LeBron, and it's just because it was stupid. And the, well, the <laughs> thing though, the thing with LeBron too is, is I don't think LeBron. I, I think this is like this like misconception of it because of how good of a guy he is. Yeah. But LeBron is definitely like a hey, look at me. Like he, he's a like hey, look at me. He's just not an he's not an asshole like Kanye West is about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he he's the decision is a perfect example of that. Like hey, everybody. Look at me. There's a TV program. Like, yeah, ESPN, ESPN had it ESPN, aired. They had, they had three hours of pre and three hours of post coverage <laughs> plus an hour event. Well, that, How that long number, does it take to go, that one? I'm playing well, then remember uh, when they like introduced him, Wade, and Posh? They had like the big... Uh, yeah, yeah, they did the jerseys. They came up through the, the floor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. Which is hilarious that they, even, that they did that because there's... No need to introduce Wade to the mix. <laughs> he was just like, hey, I'm still Hey, remember this guy? guy that won a championship three years ago? <laughs> you guys remember this guy. He's been living in the dumpster. <laughs> I had one question before we wrap up LeBron. We talked about it kind of briefly. Yeah, I think uh, post-playing career, do we see him like a, that coach, owner, or, or where we see him I think he would be in any type of ownership thing. Or does he walk away entirely and just enjoy retirement? I, just don't want to I think LeBron walks are. away. From uh, he, he's never going to walk away from basketball because of Bronny. That's never going. Bronny's going to go in the NBA. Now, whether or not he becomes an, uh, is an All Star caliber player is a different thing. But he's never going to step away from basketball. But I do think that when he steps away, when he retires, I think that he steps back to enjoy it a little bit more as a father, watching his son and spend time with his other kids a little bit. 
and then we see that roll into the GM thing with like with the Cavs. It's gonna I, think, be the Cavs. I think it'll be like a Magic Johnson type thing. Yeah, or, you know, or like a Larry Bird. Yeah, yeah, like something like that, and it it would be with the Cavs. The same thing with like Larry Bird. Larry Bird never played a fucking min- a second of basketball for the Pacers, but he was from Indiana. Like you know, same thing with Jordan. Like Jordan, you know, I mean, granted, you know, he played for the Wizards, but like he's from Charlotte. That's why he wanted to own the Charlotte Bobcats Hornets. See, and, he's just gonna make an NBA expansion team. No, I think he'll, no, he'll, I think Akron he'll, Aviators. I think he'll do something with Cleveland, and uh, I mean, you see it now. I mean, granted, it's a little skewed, but I mean, ever since they adopted this new format of the two most, the highest le- uh, vote getter in each conference drafts a team. They've done it for three years, and LeBron's three and zero. I mean, he knows players. He knows how to run. I mean, last night when they were doing timeouts with like as it was rolling down, and they were you know who's going to finally win this game. Every timeout, you see Nick Nurse is sitting there with the clipboard. The whole Giannis team is sitting on the bench, and then LeBron's sitting there. The coach is nowhere to be seen, and LeBron's you know like LeBron's just he's got he's got an IQ. He's oh, a I, smart I was guy. the coach of that team, <laughs> but but he so, told me to sit that so one out. Take a step back. <laughs> So I got my first win, guys. Hey, congrats. That's my toast excellence, by the way. <laughs> All right, Nash, you got, you got one more you want to do before we go to break? Yeah, we can do Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to give you guys a favor. Well, CP3. I, I had, I had CP3 problems. had an alley-oop dunk last night. It was sick. I had I had him up. I had Duran up. I had Wade up. I had Bosch up. Give I me Omar Asik. I mean, we can continue what? I mean, after the break. Nah, we'll we'll roll into next week for NHL. Um, so I was like, why? That that one will be real quick. Uh, <laughs> Not so, if you give people the names and they can do some research. I'll give it ahead of time. That's fine. Um, so by 2010, uh, Chris Paul was a two-time NBA All Star. Uh, made the NBA All First Team once. The second team once. Kendall, can you tell me what team he played for originally? Chris Paul? Because um, a lot of people, I feel like, forget this. I didn't know it. I wouldn't expect you to know it. Yeah. Well, you're not, you're not a big basketball guy. Yeah, that's fair. Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh, very close. New Orleans? New Orleans. <sighs> New Orleans. But they were the Hornets. Damn. I, I, we actually talked about this a long time ago. I just can't no, remember. we didn't. We oh, didn't. he and I. No, no, no Not no. you. We didn't. Right. Since then, Chris Paul has gone on to earn 10 NBA All-Stars, uh, an NBA All-Star MVP, uh, made the first team three more times, the second team two more times. Uh, let's see. Led the NBA in steals three more times. Uh, I'm going down his accolade list but i'm not gonna read all the rest of these off because there's a lot of them so chris paul up until now really still like now is the best defensive point guard in the nba forever (laughs) i mean since stockton i think would you agree with that kyle or i mean no so i shouldn't say that best defensive two-way threat point guard since stockton Gary Payton was probably the best defensive point guard of all time. But, Chris, I mean, Chris, Chris Paul's great defensively. I mean, he, he, he's got, again, high IQ. He reads plays before they develop. And he, he very rarely gets called for reach-ins and, and around the perimeter defensive or offensive fouls, which you point guards get all the time. 
And he, the guy's just got an insane IQ for the game. And when he was in Charlotte or in New Orleans, he was known a lot more for his ability to drop 35 points at any given moment in time. And then when he went to the Clippers, he adapted his game to having two elite big men down low that all he had to do was throw it up for either of them or cut and dish out to both of them that had a slight mid-range game at the time. Blake Griffin's improved. DeAndre Jordan can hit like a 10-footer. But with Chris Paul driving in and Blake Griffin looming, DeAndre could take that step back and not, you know, people would forget about him. And he developed much more into that assist-forward playmaking point guard. And then he became a playmaking defensive guy. And he's just, he's held true to it. I mean, the guy's just, the guy's insane. He plays with a lot of heart. Why, why was that trade? Because he was supposed to get traded to the Lakers, right? Yeah, it got vetoed for like, uh, um, like stacking pretty much, essentially. Like it felt like it wasn't a fair trade that they were, and that it was just stacking. So, the so was the to, trade itself like lopsided, or was it? I don't remember what the trade was. Let me look it up. I mean, I, I think Pow was involved. Because I mean, the the stack. I mean, we we see this now. I mean, they don't block anything now, and it's just like, hey, we're well, going to no, take. But it's, not, but it's not trades. It's all signings. I don't. know. I just true. felt like at the time they didn't want that. They wanted the NBA to be equal. But either way, Chris Paul was a very good player. He played on a lot of playoff teams. But the team that he was on was never going to win anything. The Clippers weren't good enough. And they had to run into the Warriors, you know, the Spurs. They just didn't have the talent around him. But, do you, I mean, do you think if, if the Warriors, I mean, they, they kind of, like, jumped in. I mean, so, like, if, if they weren't there, you don't think the Clippers could have gotten past the Spurs? No. So, it was the Hornets were going to get... No, <laughs> oh, sorry. So, it was the Hornets were going to get Goran Dragic, Kevin Martin, Luis Scola, and then the New York Knicks 2012 first-round pick, which became Royce White. Tells you everything you need to know. The Lakers would have got Chris Paul, and the Rockets would have got Pau Gasol and Lamar Odom. So the Hornets got fucked. The Hornets got would have gotten fucked big time, and that's what they were trying to avoid was that, like, stacking two teams. Because you got to remember, New Orleans was a West Coast team. Yeah. So this, like, kind of, like, tanking kind of thing, essentially. Like, let's send away our best player, get realistically nothing in return. I mean, Goran Dragic has been a serviceable NBA player. Kevin Martin was kind of starting to exit his prime at that point in time. Luis Scola was forever a role player. And that first round Pretty pick. Pretty darn good one, though. Yeah, but just, and then the deal that ended up going, that ended up getting done. Was it, was it him to the Clippers? Huh? Was yeah, it? it was him to the Clippers. And it was the Hornets got Eric Gordon, Chris Kamen, Al Farouk Amino, and Minnesota's 2012 first round pick, which was Austin Rivers. And the Clippers got uh, Chris Paul and two second round picks. So that trade is much more even. Granted, the way it played out for those players involved, the Hornets got hosed. But at the time, Al Farouk Amino was a very serviceable player. Chris Kamen was a very underrated big man. And Eric Gordon was a very promising young star who has been who has grown into a, a very good player that probably would be an all-star if he wasn't playing in the shadow of James Harden and being that kind of like, essentially really a sixth man on that team. Um... And and then they got a first round pick for it. Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon was one of the right. big players that coming out. 
So, yeah. What do you think? Take a break? Yeah, we'll go to a break. We'll come back in some time. And then uh, we'll visit whatever Kendall has planned. All right. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Goodbye. I'm PPA. And now, back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. So whose turn was it to pick music this week? Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk, live with Massey, here on the PPRN Radio Network. <laughs> is, is he able to hear the song when I don't we're know. coming Can back? You, I think so. Did you hear the song, the, 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 the comeback the song? No. Oh, no. <laughs> That's funny, because you were, like, talking right at the end of it. Oh. Yeah, it was, like, going on, and you're like, so what's going on with, like, the meatball subs later? Well, I we should we probably get that ironed yet. out. Yeah, okay. Kyle and I are going to get them after we drop you off at the house. That'd be a real bummer. There's a place on the street that does uh, meatball sub BLTs. Oh, God, that sounds awful. <laughs> and irresistibles. Imagine lettuce on a meatball sub. You can get it at Subway. <laughs> That's get what it. Kyle but, uh, gets. I know. No, Kyle gets meatballs, no sauce, untoasted white bread. <laughs> no cheese. Just basically meat. <laughs> he loves that and the, uh, what's the other one you get? Oh, the, the chicken bacon ranch. He hates cold cuts from Subway. Well, they're pretty much plastic. But I'm sure the chicken isn't much better. Better than the cold cuts. Gotta tell you, opened up this new beer and the color does not look great. The foam is black. <laughs> it's also poison. What do you got for us, uh, Rat? Well, I figured we'd continue with our uh, 30 under 30. Which you we, mean you sucking a lot of dick for nothing? Which we began last week. You know, it was funny, not to cut you off, but in our group text, I forget who it was, but they wrote 30 under 29. And I'm like, huh? that's not even a typo. That was, that was Kyle. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. You asked me if you wanted me to if you wanted me to send you my 30 under 29. Okay, well, I obviously wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Two, go fuck yourself. Three, we could easily fire you, you bitch. No, you can't. You don't know Rachel. I do know Rachel, and I pet her often. I'm actually sleeping with Rachel. Oh, scandalous. That's why I get... What the hell is that? Is that a UFO? Matt, is somebody else calling you? We may have lost him. A third, but a a bad connection. Do, do, do. Sounds like he's in a submarine. Yep. Do, do, do. There's a poor network connection. Do, do, do. Does that mean we're not going to hear it go do, do, do? Yeah, unfortunately. Do, do, do. Well, if you hang up and call back. That's true. I could do that. Matt, Matt are you back? there? Yes, I'm here. The massacre is Massey in the tub. Matt, First of all, I said, do you want me to Shut do up, your team for the 29 and under? Okay. But it's not 29 and under. It is. It's exactly what it is. It's 30 and under. It's not, because we don't do 30-year-olds. Well, we it's under 30. Anyway, we're yeah. continuing. It's 30 under 30. It's not 29 and under. Well, you know exactly what I meant, and it... Basically, it was the same thing. So we picked up with the NFL this week, which uh, happens to have 32 teams, but, you know, the... Go fuck yourself, mass. man. You know, so I said nothing against you, and then you still do, come... Why did you say it like that, though? Like, oh, it's, unfortunately, it's got 32 teams. Like, well, because... Uh, what are we doing? Like, we weren't doing the 30 under 30 for 30. No, but it was just... It, was, it just it worked out that way. They think, oh, there's 30 teams in this league, blah, blah, blah. It was just a coincidence. You don't have to do... It sucks. Anywho, Amass, you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Right, just make it sure. Uh, so we began with the NFL this week, and uh, the Riddler broke down the teams for us. And uh, Yeah, I gave everybody whole divisions instead of giving people like, hey, you get this team, you get that team, you get this team. Well, everyone had a division, team. and we broke up one division. It worked out, the numbers worked Should've out perfectly. Should have just gave somebody two divisions. It would have been easier. The numbers worked out perfectly, and it was cool. We kind of got a... Would have been fucking easier. All right, well... You're a dumb fuck. 
The peanut gallery is here. You're Starring a me. dumb one, okay. mystery. <laughs> you really are a rat. <laughs> if you guys don't want to play, that's fine. You never buy your own beer, and you smell like dirty socks, Mr. Rat. You're probably not gonna, when, when we hang out, you never buy your own beer, so I went. What the hell does that mean, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't touch you with a... 39 and a half foot nip. Do, 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 do. Here it came. Oh, no, we have cold ones. Well, I'll take the warm one. Who am I? You know what? We all have cold ones. I'll be right back. Well, Mark, Kendall just fucked you. Now you have to do a cold nip. Thanks a lot for that. Yeah. Try to be on my side next time. You. All right, right. So I didn't say anything. You so ganged up. We're going to start with AFC, and we'll just yes. go round robin. Four people had each had an AFC team. Mark, you think you're the only one that did not, right? I did not. Right, right. I just, I knew that. I didn't so, have an AFC team. Did you have two, Kendall? I had two AFC teams. Okay, so we're going to go, uh, it's going to have to go me, me, Kendall, Souls, Kendall, me, Kendall, Souls, Kendall, me, Kendall, Souls, Kendall, me. That's the only way I see it working. Our boss is making a real ruckus. Yeah. We better get it together. Yeah. Come on, Kyle. We need you. I was trying to think of a way that we could work Beer Johnson into each show, but I haven't figured it out yet. Get the duck phone and bring it here. What can I do to get the duck phone? Listen, I'm in love with the duck. What if I give you all the Bourbon County? That's a good trade. I mean, or what if I give you my work cabinet? I don't know what the work cabinet is. It's 57 bottles of liquor and 48 bottles of wine. No, I mean that 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 is a far. So we got a deal. Yeah. All right. We we would have a deal. You come to the house. Oh no. But hold on. Yeah, pretty much a whole bunch of nope going on in Kyle's hands. Intriguing. Paul took the dark color. I took the root beer. I don't really like cherry. Oh, you don't like Kendall pick? Uh, he got black cherry. Okay. Kendall, did you want black cherry or orange? So I previously had black. Berry. Yeah, blackberry. This is black. Blackberry. <laughs> Would you rather have black cherry or orange? Uh, black cherry. I. I don't want any of this. What, what flavor you got, Mom? Butterscotch. <laughs> Let's be a little. Ooh, Mass would be salivating for that one. Mass once brought a whole fifth of butter shots to the apartment. That's true. And he drank it just as quickly as you think he might have. <laughs> so, Mass, I got a quick question. He floated it on ice cream every night. <laughs> <laughs> Is Graves your favorite liquor? It's not a liquor. Uh, uh, yeah. Favorite grain it's, alcohol? It's a neutral grain spirit. Uh, yes, it is my favorite grain alcohol because I'm pretty sure it's the only one I've ever had. Everclear's on your way, my friend. Oh, Rebecca wants a nip. Want a nip? Yep, give Rebecca a nip. You know, she's got a hard cider in the fridge, too. Oh, you do, and you're not drinking it. What year is that from? 1992. This was bought last week. (laughs) No, this was gifted by the Connoisseur Media Group. Yeah, you can get the jacket after. All right, so uh, all right, so Kyle, you want to start? You want me to start? What do you want to do? I can start. All right, I'll start. Go ahead. Cool. All right, so I had the AFC East, so I'll start off with the uh, Bills of Buffalo. So the uh, best player under thirty. Now this was off accolades, right? We're doing that right now, not potential. So I went with Tre'Davious White, the cornerback, uh, one-time Pro Bowl, one-time All-First Team, and the 2019 interception leader. And I'm pretty sure he's like. 25. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's from LSU. The only other two people on this team worth even mentioning in this category were Shaq Lawson and Micah Hyde. 
and neither of them really have done anything like in terms of accolades, like like written accolades. Like I mean, they're both good players, but no notoriety. One's an eighty-eight in yeah. Madden. Shaq Lawson. Uh, no, it's Michael Hyde. What's Shaq Lawson? Like an eighty-one. What are you in Madden? Twelve. Yeah. So that's mine. Any contention? Any any uh, contentions at all? Nope. All right. <coughs> but even though we all know Frank Gore is really twelve. Rat. Kicking it to me. Yeah, I, t- I said it was going to go me, you, soul, souls, you, me, 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 soul, 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 you, me, me, souls. Mock, 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 mock. So I had uh, the AFC West, and mm-hmm. we're going to kick off with the Weast. Uh, uh, the Denver Broncos of Denver uh, had a tough time with this list. Uh, going <laughs> over the players of, you know, I scoured the list. And the guy, though, not really carrying any accolades that really no one on this team really does. But I'm going to give it to uh, Derek Wolf, uh, 29 years old. Um, He's just kind of been the. Does he have any back. accolades? He does not. So Philip Lindsay should win then. He made a Pro Bowl. Tough accolades, man. No, Derek Wolf's a Super Bowl champion. Hey, Shane, no, you're a werewolf. You said he had no written accolades. That would be a written accolade. Okay, he's so a Super Bowl champ. All right. Well, that's all you had to say. Is Von Miller over thirty? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's thirty on the. Oh, back. is he? Yeah. It's amazing how fast defensive ends age. Souls? I, I mean, it's the same rate as everybody else. You know, Mass, I don't appreciate your sass. I had the, He's really mouthy on Skype. I had the <laughs> AFC North. I'm going to kick it off with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals here. Bunt is perfect. And I picked Joe Burrow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I mean... You said he was going to make a case for it, but they <laughs> backed out on me. Come on. I pitched that joke to him. <laughs> There's one guy that's deserving on here. He didn't have any accolades. But it's Joe Mixon. He's only been in the league for three years. He has 2,931 yards and 17 touchdowns. Back-to-back 1,000-yard rushing seasons. Um, That team pretty much ass, so that's all we got for him. And a lot of poor does he not have any Pro Bowls? In a terrible cocktail he does not have a Pro Bowl. Wow. Wow. How old is Geno Adkins? <laughs> like 34. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I can, I can get behind that. I mean, A.J. Green's over 30. Andy Dalton's over 30. Geno Atkins is over 30. Carlos Dunlap? Uh, even so, I picked Joe Mixon. Well, hold on. Does Carlos Dunlap have any accolades? I mean, I think he's over 30. Now, for you guys, just in general, did you guys dig through your offensive lineman at all? I did. Yeah. I have an offensive lineman on my list. Yeah, good. I got, I got some. Oh, nice. <sighs> he's 30 years old, so you saved by the bell. I looked for the Bengals. He literally just turned 30. Oh, no. I'm sorry. He's about to turn 31. Sorry. You should take a nip for that. I, I read it wrong. I <laughs> thought it said February 8th. There was a two there. <laughs> <laughs> Red Baron. All right. Kicking it to the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I feel like you guys may know who I picked. Uh, and it is Keenan Allen. He's a three-time Pro Bowler. He's a 2017 uh, Comeback Player of the Year. Was it for Slam? As well as the PFWA Comeback Player of the Year, which I'm not familiar with that award. It's the Comeback Player of the Year award. Then what is the AP Comeback Player of the Year award? All purpose or all okay. pro. So why have <laughs> AP is not that? <laughs> he 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 led the uh, Adrian Peterson. He led the league in all purpose comebacks. <laughs> uh, very true. Uh, Basically, he ran more comeback routes than anybody else. Yes, and uh, always been a leader for the, the Chargers and receptions, touchdowns, blah 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 blah. We know the story. Moving on. 
All right, uh, sticking it with the AFC East, we're going to go with... Uh, now, I had a question. Are we doing this just off... If they play for the team, are we going for this player, like their accolades, regardless of team? Yes. Or are we going off their success with the team? No, just their age. Like, if someone played, you know, five years for the Bears and then... Yeah, because we did that for the basketball one. There was... <laughs> I think it was Kyle's pick. I couldn't remember. It was like a guy that just got traded to that team. Robert Covington. <laughs> I did that, too. The Pistons. And it was, oh, that, that's who it was. The Pistons one, yeah. All right, so then for the New York Jets is Le'Veon Bell. Oh, three-time Pro Bowl, one-time uh, or two-time first-team All-Pro, and one-time second-team All-Pro. Now, hear me out. All right, hear me out real quick while we do these snip shots. What if it's not going to happen? But what if you get Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell back? Oh my God, be so funny. You know what irritate me is Kyle would love Antonio Brown again. I would. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, it was all a ruse. I'll make you a deal. You you can have both of them back on league minimum contracts for five years. Is that even allowed? But you have to get. But but Harper has to go to the Nationals That's with Real Muto. Nope. I love Real Muto. All right, fine. You can keep both of them, but Nola goes to the Braves. Yeah, that not happening. <laughs> And you well, gotta get Cam Hayward's number and name tattooed on your, <laughs> <laughs> on your back. Nips down the hatch, gentlemen. Fuck Chris, by the way. Oh, hold on, Mock's not ready. Mock hasn't cracked the seal yet. Fuck Chris. But Kendall has broken the seal. You have so much, much, much higher of a ceiling than J Two Muto. Fuck Gary Sanchez. This is a different His discussion. His name is Kyle. Gary. This is a different discussion. Gentlemen, down the hatch. Yep. They call these 99 because you're supposed to be able to drink 99 of them, right? That's what I heard. That was thick. Bottle flip. <laughs> Damn. All but right. Kind of delicious. Did you like it? Did you like that one? Yeah, it was just thick. Yeah, the root beer one was pretty much molasses. <laughs> Red Baron? Continuing with the AFC West. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Chiefs of Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, two-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro, one-time Super Champion. One time Super MVP, one time MVP, 2010 Offensive Player of the Year, and he's also a Burt Bill uh, Award winner. Madden cover. Madden cover, yeah, it's just, he's got a lot of accolades. Now, I have a quick question about that. Yes. So, which train are we riding? Because I've seen two arguments, it's very popular on Reddit, or it was a little while ago. Which train are we riding here as sports fans? Is it just is it that the Madden curse did so much damage to Antonio Brown that it took a year off from Patrick Mahomes, or or is the Drake curse more powerful than the Madden curse because Drake was wearing a Forty ers jacket? So did the Madden curse just take a year off, or is the Drake curse just more severe? Well, Madden well, took a year off because Drake was on the sidelines for the entire Raptors thing. The Raptors the one. thing. So they kind of like debunked the Drake thing. So, but I, but I, he never wore a Raptors. Jersey. Yeah, he doesn't ever wear Raptors stuff though. And the thing is, and he, he just, knows. He, he goes he, to Raptors games. He's, I think he's that's a Toronto me. fan. He happens to find a way to go no. on other teams' stuff. So I, I think Drake is, you know, people holding on to that. Although Plus, the, the Madden curse hit Brown pretty hard. Very Plus, the other thing, too, is, is I think that, well, it all went back from the Frostbite technology. That's where it all started at the peak. <laughs> but the other thing, too, is Drake wears a lot of, like, other team stuff as, like, fashion things. Right. Like, nothing, like, you know, like, his team stuff has. But the Raptors were pretty bad for a while. Because it, it was funny how much he acknowledged that during their playoff run. Yeah, that's why he I, didn't wear anything. That's why I just thought it was funny. He was like, no, I'm not wearing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so on to Kyle. Yep. 
Uh, super so, duper so, Kyle. So, so. I got the. Uh, that's right. I got the Cleveland Browns, and I got Odell Beckham Jr. He is a three-time Pro Bowler, um, 2014 Offensive Rookie of the Year. Really about it. He had 6,511 yards and 48 touchdowns so far in his career. And the greatest in-game regular season catch we've ever seen. <laughs> and a Madden cover. And a loss. Hmm? That catch was in a loss. <laughs> As are a lot of great giant things. It was so funny. Kyle and I were watching, and it, it would have been so perfect. Kyle and I were watching. It was, yep. remember this, Kyle? We were watching. It was like greatest plays of the decade or something like yep. that. And it went. It was like what thirty of them or something like that. It, this, was, this was the top five. No, no, oh well, no, but it was like thirty overall, right? Uh, and then we got yeah. down to the t- we got down to the top five, and the fifth one was Tebow was Tebow against the Steelers, and we were sitting there saying like, oh man, we're really glad like Mock and and Jeff aren't here because they would really be roasting Kyle, and then we're like even Kendall because Kendall would chime in with the laughter just to just to pick on Kyle because he's a rat, and then. Sure enough, number four, Deshaun Jackson punt return. Number three, Marshawn Lynch run. Number two was the Stephon Diggs walk-off touchdown. And then number one was Malcolm Butler's interception against the Seahawks. So Kyle was like, I would have gotten so much retribution so quick. For the record. You would have laughed at him. And don't you dare say you wouldn't have. You're a dirty fucking rat, and you do anything that Jeff says, you're a Jeff follower. Everyone knows it. You wear maroon pants when you're not around us. Maroon pants. Because <laughs> that's what Jeff wears. <laughs> the You the, wear maroon pants and you have a cowboy boot pair in your trunk, you little Nas X loving motherfucker. I have seven pairs of shorts. That's all the, I have. <laughs> the Tebow play, it, it was just so funny. Like, the whole... Get out of my night, house. <laughs> Kyle throws us out of his house. His dad stormed off to bed, like, right before the fourth quarter. And then, yeah, Kyle made all of us, including Kendall... A fellow grieving Steelers fan leave his house. But, but Kendall's not really a grieving Steelers fan. No, I know. Kendall's he's just a Jerome Bettis fan. So the thing I'm is that's why he Steelers likes the Rams fan. so much. <laughs> anyway, we gotta get this 30 for 30 yeah. thing done. I do like so the Rams. So Souls, <laughs> so Souls, you went Odell Beckham? Yeah. Alright, so why don't you finish out the wheats there, Dick Buck? Uh from the Oakland Raiders of Las Vegas, the Derek <laughs> that, Carr. That threw me off. <laughs> uh Derek Carr, three time pro bowler. And also, this is a fun stat I looked up. Uh for touchdown to interception ratio, Derek Carr is number eighth best all time. Uh, what's Derek Carr's accolades though? Uh, he's a three-time Pro Bowler. Best is he a three-time all Pro Bowler? time? How could that be? Yes, like just percentage. Just, just percentage. Touchdown oh. to interception ratio, eighth best all time. I'd like to make the case that Josh Jacobs should be the the, the nominee for this one. I'd like to contest. What are his accolades? I mean, uh, he's only got one Pro Bowl, but he's also been Rookie of the Year. So he's actually won like an individual. Well, he he should have been Rookie of the Year. He didn't actually win it. Oh, he didn't win it. He did no, win it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I had that big gripe about it. Sorry, my bad. All right, so then, yeah, we'll give it to yeah. fucking... If he did win it, I would give it to him. He, he we'll should have to, won it. We'll give it to the guy that wears eyeliner. <laughs> he does, though. It's fucking he weird. does. Sure. All right, so uh, continuing on with the AFC East, we're going to move on to the Miami Dolphins of Dayton. Um, Xavier Howard, one-time Pro Bowl, one-time all-second team. Pretty rough. Way to go, Miami. Well, it's just like there's a lot of like I think there's actually a lot of really like promising talent on that team. How, how old is Devonta Parker? He's got a couple of Pro Bowls, doesn't he? No. I thought he, he didn't go this year. No. No, this was his breakout year. I thought he went like replacing somebody. But that doesn't count as a Pro Bowl nod. Oh, it doesn't? Nope. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
It's just like this year. Like, Devin Booker is not – this doesn't count towards Devin Booker's all-star game appearances. He's still never been an all-star. Damian Lillard still gets the all-star yeah. game. not Because it's, it's who's been voted in. That's why we said, like, you know, like, this year, like, so Patrick Mahomes was a pro bowler. The guy that replaced him, which I don't remember who it was, was it Tannehill? Kirk Tannehill. Cousins. Huh? Kirk Cousins. No, that Kirk Cousins doesn't play in the same conference. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. So take another sh- take another <laughs> nip. God, God. Yes, he does. Take another <laughs> nip. Hey, man, if you're wrong, Prove just write it. it. <laughs> I think it was Tannehill, right? It had to have been Tannehill. Who were Probably. the other? Who were the AFC quarterbacks? It was yeah, Tannehill, Lamar Jackson. And was it really Tannehill? Yeah. Tannehill was there. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson and um, God, I can't remember. I'm trying to think. Oh, Deshaun Watson. Yep. So it was Tannehill. It was definitely Tannehill was the replacement. So Tannehill's not a pro bowler. Did, did Brady turn it down? No, Brady didn't get elected. He didn't oh. get elected. He had a terrible year. Yeah, he had a bad year this year. But but even still, I mean, Tannehill still had more vo- votes than... Yeah. He had more votes. <laughs> yeah, because... I, you of all people. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I was, the, the thing was is though, like, the years, even the years where Brady wasn't maybe top five statistically, <laughs> the Patriots were still going 14-2. and two. Yeah. They didn't do that this year, so, like, there was much more emphasis on Brady's lack of numbers. Hey, listen, I'm all for Tannehill getting in over Brady. So, hold on, real quick. You said Lamar Jackson and Mahomes. Who did you say the third one was besides Tannehill? Watson. No. Yeah, I don't know who you said. Because i got to tell you, I'm really glad that you brought this beer selection, though, in, because it's a lot of removable labels for the book. Oh, well. I'm a fan of that. All right, who's up? And actually, real quick, I'd like to, uh, uh, where'd it go? Because I'm pretty sure it's, oh, never mind. Never mind. I'll do it at the end. Sorry. Kendall, you're up with your, uh, South. The AFC South. I'm starting with the Colts. Uh, my, uh, 30 under 30 was, uh, Darius Leonard. Um, God, T.Y. Hilton's 32? Yeah. Fuck, man. He's a one-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro, uh, 2018 uh, All-Pro Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, Jacoby Brissett's a Super Bowl champion. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, but uh, just in, in the, the quick two years that uh, Darius Leonard's been in the league, uh, he, he's made a real case for himself. Now, I did have um, kind of a toss-up. Uh, Quentin Nelson, uh, He's also, he shares the same kind of uh, – Accolades as being a, a Pro Bowler and an All Pro, but the Defensive Rookie of the Year kind of put him over. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. For, so. Remind me at the end, like in the third hour, I have something I want to talk about. Just remind me, I had something to tell you that would make you really mad. Okay. Just remind me that I'll remember what it was. I'll trigger it. Kyle, why don't you finish out the uh, North? So uh, I've got the Baltimore Ravens, which is Lamar Jackson, one time Pro Bowl, one time All Pro, one time MVP. No, not finish it. I'm sorry, you still have the Steelers. Go ahead. Let me do both. No, no. I can do both. No, just do the Ravens. Uh, he had over a thousand yards rushing this year, forty-three total touchdowns between rushing and uh, throwing, and broke what many perceived to be an unbreakable record, which was Michael Vick's rushing by a quarterback in a season. Yeah. Um, back to you. Yeah, I'll just South. say he's the best quarterback in the division. Not even true. He is the best quarterback in the division, Kyle. I don't think so. He, he's he's Ben's not the best quarterback in the division anymore. He will be. He's not. He will be next year. He's not. Continuing in the AFC South, I picked uh, Yannick Ngakwe uh, for the Jaguars. There. I'm sorry, what? Uh, Bless you. Yannick Ngakwe, I believe is how you pronounce it. I hope Yannick, I'm... Nick, how, how old is Nick Foles? Wakanda forever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, all right. 
Speaking um, of Wakanda, though, anybody else catch the dunk contest? Chadwick Boseman was pissed off when they said, and Black yes. Panther star. He was just like, fuck, this still is going to follow me? <laughs> and it's like, bro, you, you, you agreed to be in the Marvel Universe. Like, you're fucked for life. You think anybody's looking at fucking um, Robert Downey Jr. and being like, oh, my God, that's Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> oh, my God, that guy was a black guy in Tropic Thunder. No, everyone's looking at him like, that's Tony Stark. No one's looking at Chris Evans being like, wow, the Human Torch. <laughs> Well, that movie was terrible. Yeah, I was about to say, nobody should be. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know why that movie wasn't terrible? Because 14-year-old Paul really enjoyed Jessica Alba. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what. Your age now, Paul, can still Google her. But you know what's funny? Nah, Jessica Alba, I've lost a lot of a lot of appeal for Jessica Alba's gone down as I've gotten older. Kyle and I were actually talking about this recently. <laughs> we're talking about like Marvel people. Jessica Alba's really, it's, she's kind of like gone down. Was it once Scarlett Johansson came on? No. Because she just kind of was like, hey, My you all are doesn't really think she's that attractive. Who? Jessica Alba probably no, was hold like, on. Joe. who? Yeah, which one's he talking about? Scar Joe. Fucking hang up on him. Yeah. Hang up. Mash, you're fired. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one this time. <laughs> I'd like to hear his here, defense. Let's, let's round this out. with. <laughs> let's figure out what Mass is all about here. Mass. Yeah. I'm going to text you right now. Okay. I don't want to say it on the air. I want to get your, your answer first before I start getting anybody specifically in a ruse. Okay. I almost texted the person I didn't want to get in a ruse. <laughs> um, it was me. <laughs> nope. I almost texted somebody I'm supposed to be ordering booze for. This would have been... Oh God, this... For me? Cheap <laughs> <laughs> right. fuck. Oh, I'm going to text you a name. <laughs> I want to see what your score is. Scale of 1 to 10 on just absolute like sex appeal. It's going to be a photo of Kyle in the shower. <laughs> oh, no, so I have that photo of him on the toilet from Pittsburgh, though. <laughs> the one without a shirt on. But um, So give me a, give me one through ten, and then I'll reveal it. And this is going to okay. determine whether or not you're allowed on the show anymore by one not, specific person. I'm not allowed on the show anymore because I know what my answer is, and I know it's going to get me kicked off. What's the answer? Six or a seven. Demi Lovato. Ah, oh, dude, you're fired. <laughs> Now, hold on. You can redeem yourself by also pissing off the same person. What do you rate Megan Trainer? No. Yeah, okay. Because so, Mark's an idiot. It's an acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> it's an acquired taste. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I don't drink white wine. That I feel often. like if we put Megan Trainer, I feel like <laughs> but if we I put, get it. I feel like if we put Megan Trainer in a state trooper's <laughs> uniform, I don't drink white wine often. Now, Mark, do you, would like would like if Scarlett Johansson showed up in a state trooper's uniform, would that like get the beers going? We gotta move along. <laughs> All about the base. Could you imagine if like oh, I got a zipper? <laughs> I'm just saying, could you imagine though if like like that person's whole career path was based off of a fetish? Yeah. That'd be so hilarious if someone took a an, like a grueling, yeah. physically like damaging career path <laughs> just for a fetish. Yeah. I need the authentic outfit. Like I can't deal with these dollar store things. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Let's go into more detail with Maki. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so where do we finish off? Uh, uh, Yannick Ngakwe, uh, one-time pro baller. (laughs) Uh, That's about it. Jaguars. Isn't it amazing we went from Wakanda forever to Megan Trainor in a cop uniform? Getting sports with drunk, baby. Getting sports with drunk, but also anytime you've ever spent more than 20 minutes on YouTube. Right. Or or 20 minutes with us. This is why we need a second That's what getting sports with drunk is, Kyle. Us. (laughs) You see us in a car. Yeah. It gets pretty rough. And very dirty. It gets creative. I like that. It gets creative. You don't die from All right, so tunnel. back to me for my last AFC East guy. Yep. You have We're going to round it out with the New England Patriots.
Patriots. Of Anaheim. Any guesses? Uh, Stephon Gilmore. Bingo. Stephon Gilmore, in his tenure, um, is a Super Bowl champion, a three-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro, a Defensive Player of the Year, and a 2019 Interceptions Leader. Also, Asterisk, a member of the Bills having success elsewhere crew. <laughs> How old is he for the Bills, though? I think he's 20, 28. 28. He played, I think, I think he played... Two or three years? He played three years with the Bills, and then had to be what? Two uh, years? I think it was four because of the rookie contract. Usually. The Patriots won the Super Bowl last year? Yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, it was four and two. Yeah, they won it last he's, year when the Rams spent, decided uh, to lay 2012 through 2016. Yeah, four and two. He, he played out his rookie deal and the Bills cut him. He might be like I, the they, most... They traded him, I think. Or traded him, yeah, yeah, yeah. He might be the most decorated Bill doing successful elsewhere. Why would you trade him to the Patriots? No, he they didn't trade him. He was a free agent. Still, I think I think they because he wasn't a first round pick, so they didn't have the fifth year exercise option on. No, not true. He was a he was first round. They declined to. Oh, so they just declined the fifth year option. So they're fucking stupid. No, they're not stupid. I hate that. Why are they stupid? Because he was good enough there to get the fifth. Really, he had one Pro Bowl in four years. Doesn't mean anything. He had one Pro Bowl in four years, and he was he never wasn't targeted. He never had more than. But he never had more. But what do you mean? He like, was like targeted. He's a Buffalo corner. Nobody's gonna vote with Buffalo corner in. That's how that makes sense. What? Exactly. Because, no it, one's gonna what attack a Buffalo corner. No, no one's gonna vote a Buffalo corner in the, into the Pro Bowl. That's not true. Tre'Davious White got voted in. Yeah, but like for the most part, like back in like four or five years ago, Buffalo was nothing, so they didn't really have any votes. But if you put up the stats to do it, they will. Um, Jarius Bird got voted in time and again and as a Buffalo Bill. He also had success Bills. in New England because they had other good corners. So they but, had Jarius Bur- about, but Jarius Bird got voted in as a Bill, and they were awful. They were god-awful. And he was a safety that didn't put up the statistics that, that Tredavious White was putting up. I forgot about Jarius Bird. Yeah, because he fucking died after he left there. So did T.J. Ward after he fucking left Cleveland. Both those safeties, they were considered. They were. It was a con- constant competition of one and two in the NFL, and they well, both. Did you work good in Denver? Not really. Yeah. No, not really. He benefited from a great. He benefited from good corners. He had a lot of overthrown bullshit coverage picks. All his success in Denver was based off of great cornerback coverage, and the minute that those corners were gone, he got exposed and got cut, and then died. I stand by entirely that Buffalo, time and time again, had these talented players that they didn't sign or whatever. Buffalo went through a rough stretch from 2005 to 2000, we'll call it 15, went through a rough stretch where they didn't believe in their talent of players. They didn't believe in their evaluation of players. Marshawn Lynch, it goes on and on and on. They let him go, and then they they had nothing to show for it. What's your view on J.P. Lossman? J.P. Lossman? Did they do the right thing there? Well, they got a conference. Move on, move on, because we still got, we only got like, Okay. 20 minutes left. We still got to do a whole right. other conference. All right. Uh, Tennessee Titans. I chose uh, Kevin Byard. Uh, he is a safety for the Titans. Good for you. Um, one-time Pro Bowl, one-time All-Star. Uh, also an interception leader, tight interception leader in 2017. I can't remember who he shared that uh, uh, title with. Uh, 17. But he, he didn't have it alone. They both had eight interceptions. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was like year. this year. Tredavious White and He's Stephon very good. Uh, but, very you good. know, and I was looking at some, some stats for Byard and just – because he's a safety, the, the the numbers are kind of it's like you you hear the numbers like yeah it's whatever. But um, we talked about it before, dude. Safety numbers don't mean like right. It, it, it's skewed. It's yeah. skewed. So he the past 
like for his career, basically he has half of the passes to him have been deflected. Yeah. So I mean, for what it's worth, that's pretty good for a guy who's not you know covering a well, receiver I think time he, to time. He, he's back. that next tier safety. He's, right. he, he's that next generation of safety where it's a safety that he, he's he's really a corner. Right. He, he's really a corner that can do everything. And, and uh, when you have a corner that can do everything, it's better to let him sit back and be an occasional blitzer than to put him up front and have him be a regular blitzer. Because we've seen a lot of those corners, they have, they're have short-lived. When, they, when they're good at blitzing, they're short-lived. Yeah. And it's funny. I'm sorry, Rick. I'll, I'll oh, show God. Up. This year, he had his numbers were technically worse, but I feel like this year was the year he was finally recognized. Like, you know, hey, this guy is the real deal. Because you got faith. So, so, so. Well, he tied Darius Slay the year that he... Uh, he was the highest paid safety in the NFL for like a hot minute. Yep. Chicago's really fucking people over this <laughs> this <laughs> decade, this past decade. Oh, Aaron Donald and Kevin Byard, they're going to be the highest paid. <laughs> we'll take care of that. <laughs> we don't want to make sure our quarterbacks are any good, but we're going to make sure we got some high paid. All right, Souls, go ahead. Steelers, tell us why it's TJ Watt. All right. He's a, in three seasons, he's a two time pro bowler, one time all pro, and. Uh, his career stats are... No, 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 no. No career stats. All accolades, man. What it is. What's well, not an accolade. No, he's a three. He's a two-time pro board and a one-time all-pro. That's it. No, I'm saying I don't want to know what his sacks are. we got to move along. I don't know how many sacks he has. I, I, no one's going to disagree with you, Kyle. I, I, he, 34 and a half. He's, he's amazing. In three seasons. It's about average. Good. Pretty good. Good ballpark. I like Pretty it. good for a young guy. All right, back to me. Yeah. Uh, closing Are you out. Done? Uh, yeah, this will be right. it for me. Uh, AFC South, uh, Houston Texans, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, four time uh, Pro Bowler, three time All Pro, uh, led in touchdowns in uh, 2017. Can't help but notice that you did not say Carlos Hyde. Um, he's also <laughs> overrated. Which one? <laughs> Carlos Hyde. <laughs> I was waiting to see Kyle perk up. I'm kidding. You know what's a bummer though? <laughs> if I could have been JG Watt because of the age restrictions, because it's insane how much like he has under his belt. But was he cried at his wedding yesterday? Um. All right. So let's oh, move on to the f- NFC. So bummer. Cause I been <laughs> Mock NFC East, Mass South and West. Paul North, right? I didn't have the South. No. I have the South. You had South and and East. Oh, I only gave Mass one. Yes. Oh, that's right, because I knew Mass wouldn't do any homework. And wow. No, I'm just kidding. I gave you one. He's not wrong there. I wasn't sure if you were going to be here. So it was, easier, yourself, it was yeah. easier to cover one division if you weren't going to be here. And I gave Kyle one because at the time he was going to be closing for like 40 nights. So he was really in a Noah's Ark situation. So we're going to do the same situation. So Mass, you're going to go first to Mock to Paul, back to Mock, and snake order. So lead it off, Massey. All right, so I had the NFC West. Um, I start with the Arizona Cardinals. I picked Chandler Jones, who is 29 years old. He is a Super Bowl champion of the 2015 season. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro, and led the NFL in sacks in 2017. I never understood why the Patriots traded him. I'd like to contest Larry Fitzgerald. He's <laughs> ageless. Right. Fair. Did, did Chandler Jones ask for more money? Yeah. yeah, that's why they traded him. Yep. <laughs> and Bill was like, rah, 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 rah. he fucking deserves it, but whatever. Mock? Oh, he's good, but um, so I'm gonna just go ahead and get my Homer pick out of the way. Nice. <laughs> um, Tell us why you like the Eagles so much. Ugh. So uh, for no, the New York Giants, I put Saquon Barkley. 
because for the guys under 30, um, that's only, about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got one Pro Bowl, and he was the offensive player of the year. Rookie of the year, sorry, in 2018. Well, hold on. Daniel Wait. Jones impressed a lot of people and led the league in fumbles. Could you give me your kicker stats real quick? <laughs> oh, we talking Rojas? Yeah. Uh, last year, real good. Or, sorry, two years ago, real good. Last year, should have cut him. I just think you should put the stats on this He was bad the first year. Really good No, I, I said two years ago. No, last year, he was bad. Yeah, 2019, he was terrible. 2018, I, he was like, really I'm good. Like, like, you know what I mean. I, I know what you mean, but you said it wrong. Go fuck yourself, okay? <laughs> Regardless, Rojas should have been the pick. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, for the, the guys under 30 on the Giants, it's it's Saquon Barkley. Next. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Kyle? Nope, me. Paul? Uh, from the <laughs> Detroit Lions. Ooh. So, for this one, I'm kind of at a standstill. I- I'm torn between two. <laughs> And is it because there's not many accolades? No, no, no. It, it's just like one guy has <coughs> significantly less accolades, but they're much bigger accolades. You know what I'm saying? Well, just get the two. So Darius Slay, three-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro. Is he 29? And he was the 2017 INT co-leader with Darius or with uh Byard. Byard. But then my second one was Trey Flowers, man. Yeah. Two-time Super Bowl champion, and then I a second team. I think that wins. See, I don't know, though, because Darius Slay, like... So, you know, it's one of those things. It's like the guy, the homegrown guy versus the guy who kind of, like, hey, he came well, over with... he's been created this year. I'm going to give it to Darius Slay. I'm going to say Darius Slay just because three-time Pro Bowl and a, and a first-team All-Pro. It's much harder to be a first-team All-Pro than it is to be a second-team All-Pro. To lead the league in interceptions at any time is very impressive. And, you know, Trifler's never made it to a Pro Bowl. So, I mean, that just kind of goes to show you that he was more of a cog in the wheel of, of the New England machine versus versus an outstanding component of it. He was very good there, but he wasn't, you know, the he wasn't the difference maker like the defenses we saw in the early 2000s. So I'm going to give it to Darius Slay. Back to, back to Mark. All right. Um, the next team I had is the Dallas Cowboys. And I chose offensive guard Zach Martin. He is a six-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro lineman. Um, I mean, this guy, from the time he came into the league, he was like immediately one of the best offensive guards in the NFL. It was just like a absolute like re- like replacement of Doug Free. Yeah, um, he, he's he's a good ball player. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I'm just curious for for the haters out there, what are uh, Ezekiel Elliott's stats to this point, or if you have a, a Right now. Well, you know, we rookie were going of off accolades. I know. Well, I mean, R- rookie, he, he, rookie of the year in a Pro Bowl, right? Does he have a rushing title or no? Uh, I think he does. Well, I, I'm not he saying got it last year. So, oh, no, so he, he didn't. Was, he doesn't. He doesn't have a does rushing title. Okay. No, Chubb, Chubb had. Or, uh, last year was Barkley. Henry and then Barkley oh, the year before. That's yeah. right. Okay. So he's a three-time Pro Bowler with one All-Pro. Okay. Well, then it doesn't even matter at this point. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, it didn't matter before, but all right. <laughs> no, no. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh, well, all the way. Mass? Uh, San Francisco 49ers. I picked George Kittle. Just uh, say Kaepernick the- and be done with it. <laughs> Kaepernick, done. Um, George Kittle, 26 years old, two-time Pro Bowler, uh, one-time first-team uh, first All-Pro, and I believe it was last year, set the single-season record for receiving yards by a tight end. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> like that. <laughs> no, he's good. He's a good ball player. I mean, you have. What he's packing of... down low ain't little. It all ties back. It's like a good stand up routine. Yeah. All right. Next. Ooh, I hope that's a bad beer review. Is it going to be a bad beer review? It's whatever. Is it kind of like an Orange Julius from Dairy Queen? You never had that, have you? I hope not, because those are kind of delicious. You know, do I, I don't think I've ever had one. I, I can't think of the time I've had They're one. bad. Uh, whose pick is it? You. Oh, I'm back up. Uh, so I have the Philadelphia Eagles, and I have offensive tackle Lane Johnson. Oh, yeah. Uh, three-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro, one-time <sighs> Super Bowl champion. Doesn't get hurt that much. And and he's another one. I mean, he's, it seems... Uh, I, I don't have the age. Hold on. Should be right. He's 29. Like, he's about to be 30. So, I mean, this guy's been around for a long time, and he's just been that, that constant, like, figure piece in their offensive line. Yeah, I tiptoed that line very hard. Chandler Jones is literally eight days away from turning 30. <laughs> good thing we ain't do football next week. No, it still would have been good because that's seven Well, a week away. after. <laughs> <laughs> right well, let's keep that ball rolling with the Green Bay Packers for David Bacchiardi. Two-time Pro Bowler, one-time first team, three-time second team. Offensive line train rolling. Now, I know what a lot of people are thinking. Devontae Adams, Blake Martinez. No Pro Bowls between any of them. Devontae Adams doesn't have a Pro Bowl? Nah. This wow. year. Subbing. Was he? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think I looked it up. I don't think he has a Pro Bowl. I'll look it up again. Hold on. But even if he does, it's still not going to compete with the rest of those no, accolades. No, it's not. I'm just, I was, I'm surprised to hear that. I mean, really, I mean, why would he have it this year? He had a really down year this year. It would have been last year, if anything. Ah, oh, never mind. He's a three-time pro, three-time pro bowler. <laughs> but still, three-time pro bowler. Didn't make any first-team or second-teams or anything like that. David Bakatari. You know, I thought Devontae Adams had a lot more yards than he finished with. No, he was hurt for a while. That's, and, and, and the offense, missed, the offense really games. wasn't anything to brag about this year for the Packers, to be honest. It was Aaron Jones on select, uh, on select days. It's not like Aaron Jones killed every game. Right. He didn't. I don't have a problem with the Bakatari pick. Adams, no, me neither. Adams is No, and Blake Martin, all Blake Martinez has as an accolade is he led the league in tackles one year. No Pro yeah. Bowls. Nothing. No all pros, nothing. It's fine with me. He's ugly. <laughs> Back to you, Mark. It's me. Wrap uh, out that NFC East, baby. So I have the Washington Redskins. And uh, I went ahead. The fuck is that noise? Is it? Is it... <laughs> I went ahead and chose Landon Collins. Ooh. It's funny. pretty much the only person worth picking. No, yeah, I, know. I, just, I mean, I three-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro. Um, was super bummed when the Giants got rid of him, but um, great player. I mean, on a team that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, Mass. Seattle Seahawks. Bobby Wagner. Yep. Twenty nine years old. You don't, yeah, have, to, you don't have You don't have to explain. We know. <laughs> well, hold yeah. on. How old is Russell Wilson? Uh, I think he just teetered over 30. Give me a second. You want to know a fun fact? He's 31. You want to know a fun fact, though, about Russell Wilson? What? Saw this the other day. You know that Russell Wilson in his entire career, when this when it's all said and done so far, has never received a single vote for MVP? 
Really? Wow. Not a single uh, one? Not a single vote. That's never wow. received a vote for MVP. Which is just wrong. And but. and just absolutely, in my opinion, just bolsters the case as the most underrated player maybe in NFL history. To not even get a nod as an MVP as, from one person. Yeah. After the, some of the shit he's done for that team. And remember, you mean like keeping them in anything and everything for two remember, years? Remember, yeah. he came in and beat out Matt Flynn for that starting job. Dude, that guy was supposed to start for nine teams. <laughs> we were supposed to start. But yeah, like... Bob, Bobby Wagner is just, I mean, the guy. They, Madden said it best. and it, You know, it's funny to quote a video game, but Madden really said it best when they, when they do those X Factor things on the loading screens. And it's, if Bobby Wagner gets his hands on you, the play's done. Yeah. He doesn't miss tackles. I think it was in 2018, I think he had like 100 and like, I think he had like something like 120 something tackles or something like that. No missed tackles. Yeah, it's insane. He's led the league in tackles twice. He's insane. The guy is an absolute beast. Mox, I know. Why don't you move on to the NFC He's South there? Stealer. All right. I will start with the Tampa Bay Bucks. James Winston. Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. Mike Evans. No, wait. James Winston's the only quarterback ever to go 30 and 30. Sure. And we're doing a 30 under 30. Perfect. Yeah. It fits. But. He's a thief. I chose Mike Evans. He's oh, three- crap. <laughs> Three-time Pro so Bowler. Um, I mean, in my opinion, the most dynamic player on that team. Yeah, except when you have him in fantasy. It's not his fault. I know, but you know how frustrating to see the guy get 55 points and then zero? Kyle, you know how frustrating it is to watch him drop 55 against you and then the next week put up zero? Well, your defense sucks. <laughs> Mike, Mike Evans is the third best receiver in football right now, in my opinion. Behind? DeAndre Hopkins at two and Julio Jones at one. Antonio Brown at one. Okay. Kyle, I hate you so much. <laughs> Only when he's back. You knew he was going to say it. No. If you were playing, maybe. <laughs> Who's got a the next question. Team? Is Antonio getting to the hall? Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna butter everybody up. And get well, back that's a him. different discussion. We got time to kill, or right, we don't have time to kill. Uh, blah 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 blah. Minnesota Vikings. Xavier Woods, three-time Pro Bowler. There you go. Yeah, agreed. Guy already underwhelming Stop. on his big contract. Yeah, yeah, but Adam Thielen only has one Pro Bowl, and Stephon Diggs has none. Wow. Which is just and both those guys were less good this year than they were previous. That's the problem when you have two absolutely dynamic receivers yeah. is your stats aren't as dominant. Yeah. Their big year was All it takes. I mean, look at this. Look, look, I mean, granted, they both had down years. But even if they both put up the years that they're capable of putting up in a split-roll offense type of deal, all it takes is somebody like a Chris Godwin to come in and ruin that for you for a Pro Bowl nod. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we'll see that split. Breakout no, receivers for... happen every year. Yeah. And when you have that split, perfect one-two combo that are both ones, it gets hurt. Your stats get hurt. Not that, you know, and, and the only reason that I think it annoys a player like Stephon Diggs, who's been vocal about it this past year, is because they're not winning. Right. Did they Have they paid them both? Uh, I don't know if Thielen's under big money. Stephon Diggs, I think they paid. I know Diggs they paid. I'll look it up. Did I'll look they, it up. I don't think Diggs got paid. I thought, I thought paid. they paid. I thought it was somewhere like 14 a year or something like that. I'll look that. it up. I'll look it up. Uh, am I next? Yes. Uh, I have the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, one guy, and that's it. Went ahead and chose Kyle Allen. Good Perfect. choice. <laughs> well, hold on. He plays that's NFL not true. football. It's, it's only one guy for one reason. Because he's the entire offense? No, because Luke Keekley retired. It oh, would have yeah. been Luke Keekley. Yeah, 
Oh, absolutely. There's no, I don't I don't give, give a show what anybody says. It's not Christian McCaffrey if Luke Keekley still. Oh, won. absolutely, absolutely. Um, but unfortunately, he, he well, right? No, no, no. I'm just saying that's the only reason it's Christian McCaffrey. I'm yeah. telling you that right now. I agree with you. But uh, McCaffrey, one time Pro Bowl, one time All Pro. Um, give, given the white guy running back, good name. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, the, the, I mean this kid is is beyond he's dynamic. Something. He's he's yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, there there's not much happening. I'm just happy that, that he had to face the Saints twice a year. <laughs> uh, Mass, go ahead. All right, finishing it off. I got the Rams. Yeah, Aaron we already Donald. know who it is. Uh, Mass, Mass, you don't have your Ram. <laughs> Kyle said he already knew who it was. It's Aaron Donald. Okay. And he's right. <laughs> Moving on. Stats speak for themselves. Yeah, the, the guy, guy has a lot of awards. The guy is amazing. Kyle said he knew it. I'm just going to let it roll. But am I wrong, Mass? Listen, the guy is a... a who who cares if I have your nose? The guy, <laughs> bless you. The guy is in... Bless you. You know, Pizza Hut commercial. Bless you. I mean, that's Fuck. all you need to know. Yeah, he's very good. Anyway. Paul? No, you're next. Oh, okay. So, this team was quite difficult. Is this your last one? No, I got two. All right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Like, Julio just turned 30, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think he's 31. <laughs> oh, right. so Muhammad Sanu is fair game. So, well, not <laughs> a, a Falcon. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So, uh, I chose this two-time Pro Bowler. Bless you. Devonta Freeman. Fuck! Who might get cut? Well... As of the date of recording, <laughs> he is the best Falcon under 30 years old. It would be um, Keanu Neal if he didn't get fucking hurt. But, yeah, Freeman, I mean, two-time Pro Bowler. He's been in the league since 2014. And he's got just about 4,000 yards. Paul, 900,000 points you get for college. For who? Devonta Freeman. Auburn. Nah. Oh, my God. You went to Miami Central. No, we didn't. <laughs> oh, no, that's a high school. It's also Florida State. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you didn't get any points either because you didn't know it. Yeah, I'll take a shot. It's okay. That's not what I said. Paul, you sure. have one more team? Yeah, Chicago Bears, Cleo Mack. <laughs> no. It, honestly, though, I did eight teams. Of the eight teams, this was the only one where there were multiple people that were, like, in a discussion for it. But because it's Khalil Mack, yeah. there isn't. But, like, Eddie Jackson deserves a nod. Right. Kyle Fuller deserves a nod. I mean, there's a lot of people on this list that deserve a nod. I mean, Allen Robinson. I mean, a lot of these guys were good, are very good. But Khalil Mack is a five-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro, and Defensive Player of the Year, and the only player in NFL history to make the Pro Bowl at two different positions in the same year. Now, is he still the only player to do that? Because I thought someone did that last year. I know McCaffrey he was, the... was supposed to make it as both a receiver and no. a running back. I don't think he did. No, no, no. I thought there He's was not another. A receiver. I thought there was another defensive guy that went for two positions. Because I know Mac was the first one. I thought there was a guy last year that did it. Uh, we'll look it up. Let's Maybe see. for like kick returner. No, 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 no. I thought there was a defensive guy. Like, like that was like, or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, Shaq Barrett. I, I could be wrong, but I, I thought I thought that there was. Um. While while you look for it, 
I'll, I'll do my last team. The New Orleans Saints. I see it, and it's a, a very good pick. And, I mean, for as far as under 30. Taysom Hill. <laughs> as far as under 30, I mean, the, the only real route you can go is Michael Thomas. Um, How old is three, Cam Jordan? Three-time Pro Bowl. He's He's been in the league a long time. <laughs> it has Three-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, and even though I don't think he should have won it this year, he was the Offensive Player of the Year in 2019. So Christian McCaffrey made the All-Pro team in two positions as a Um, running back and a top flex. Maybe that's why. I could have sworn there was a guy that went to the the Pro Bowl for two positions. I I could be wrong. Maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I think – that's the only time I've ever heard that ever happening was... Khalil when, Mack made it as a defensive end and an outside linebacker. Or something yeah. I can ever think of that. I, I don't see anything, Mass. So maybe if you want to look on the break, see no, what you can find. No, McCaffrey. that McCaffrey thing is what I was thinking of. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. So, all right, but I, I like it. I like it. All right. Real quick, just because Kyle ran to the bathroom. We were talking about it earlier. Talking about Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen's payday type of deal. Yep. So Stefan Diggs is under contract until 2024. So he's currently he's currently receiving a five year, seventy two million dollar deal at an average of fourteen four a season. Adam Thielen is under contract till 2025 with a player or a team option, I guess, on that fifth year. So he's serving a four year, sixty four mil, sixty four point two million dollar year, averaging sixteen mil a year. So they're both got paid. They both they both got paid. So, so do we count like a player that went to a Pro Bowl as a receiver and a kick returner? Why? Who did that? Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I, I don't think so. Just it because up. the only reason I say no is because the NFL like the NFL specifically came out and said that Khalil Mack was the first yeah. one to do it. I think it was because like like it. So I guess it's like two different positions, like on the, like two different skill positions. No, I got you. Or, or I don't, yeah. I don't know how they. The thing is, still, like until the very end of Devin Hester's career, he was still sort of playing like everything, like for the. First he wasn't going to be a Pro Bowl receiver. Well, but I mean, he was still like, like it, it kind of teared up this way. So he was a kick returner, punt returner, defense, like a defensive back. Then it was kind of like the defensive back kind of faded away, receiver, but yeah. still, it's kind of an odd career. Real quick before we go off the air, I'd like to do a quick round robin, and then we're going to immediately exit out. Um, I don't. You can pick anybody you want. Obviously, there'll be the same answer for a couple people in this in this room. For a certain, who's your least favorite NFC and AFC player? At you know, currently on the rosters they're on, not counting free agency. So if they're free agents, the roster they were on to end the year. Who's your least favorite AFC? Your least favorite NFC player? Mass. We'll start with you. AFC go. Can I start NFC and then think about my AFC? Sure. I fucking hate Garoppolo. Okay, NFC, Kendall. NFC? Yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to go with... Um... Riveting. Uh, sorry, I, I, I didn't think about it. Um... So all you think, my NFC is Zeke Elliott. All right. Souls? Dak Prescott. Kendall, you ready? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I, I didn't see Kyle's going that way. I didn't see that coming. Oh. <laughs> he hates Dak Prescott because of 
Eddie. I mean, that, I, I know, I guess that, but... For the same reason he hates the Giants, because of you. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, sorry, I, I froze because I'm right. an idiot. AFC, Souls? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Mock? But do you really hate Lamar I Jackson? I still don't think he's that good. But but compared to, like, any other player in the AFC... All right, the only other player that's even close is Baker Mayfield. Mock? Uh, Brady? Pro- yeah. Kendall? Uh, Vontez perfect over Brady. Yeah, you know why? Because who cares? Because you're trying to make someone think that you're not a Patriots fan for once. Because who cares? Mass cares about Brady. I don't really have anybody. Just pick somebody. Jesus. All right, Stephon Gilmore. All right, Tyron Matthew. No, really. I hate him so much. Why? First of all, he looks like that six nine guy that's in jail. <laughs> Gosh, he's six yeah, he looks well, just I, like him. And I he's have just never made that connection until now. He, he does, but he's also just such a shit talker for somebody that like realistically like he's one of those guys like you don't talk about it as much on defense as you do on offense. Like there's a lot of guys that have like huge games offensively for two or three games in a row. And then don't do anything for four games and then blow back up and then don't do anything. You see it all the time. But like that that's Tyron Matthew. Like, he, he will have an interception, three pass breakups, and a forced fumble or a sack. And then he'll be burned for four straight games. But he's regarded as, like, the best safety in the AFC. His, his Cardinal days were his best. And then he went to it was Houston next, right? He yeah. Was and, I, and it was kind of like, whatever. It was, he was and it's like everyone's, like, ready to crown him as this, like, amazing secondary player. And it's like, when you know you're what? when you're somebody it's that... It's a name. That's it. It's not even that it's a name. It's just that when you're somebody that can play at the caliber that you can... On really, at the end of the day, a mediocre defense, you should stand out. It shouldn't be, you know, you know what I'm saying, though? It'd be like if Khalil Mack was playing on the Bengals' defense. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but if Khalil Mack wasn't putting up 30 sacks, I would be kind You're of doing it wrong. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's just like like the Kansas City Chiefs' defense is not, not anything to write home about. It, it, they're, it's, they're good. It's like, a serviceable defense. It's a serviceable defense. That's what it is. So you expect the Tyron Matthews of the world and that defense to excel. And he did flakily. I hate Tyron Matthew. I hope he right. gets I honestly hope that he stubs his pinky toe into his foot. Like it goes in his foot. Ooh. And he has to have surgery. Did you to have hate it him more than you hated Suggs? Oh yeah. You I, just, hated I, just, Suggs. I just hated Suggs because you could see so much gum. <laughs> We'll be back on the other side of the break on the PPRN Radio Network. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to getting sports with Drunk live on the PPRN Radio Network. Assholes, all of them. Um, So yeah, we're back here live. And um, this is going to kind of just, I feel like a hodgepodge hour. I mean, I kind of like when we do the hodgepodge hours. It's kind of like a what's on the mind yeah. Type of deal. I don't know. Does anyone have anything to talk about? Unless, or Kyle, actually, you had something you wanted to talk about. I do. Why don't you go ahead? So, if hey. you could pull... Why Mass, you... you there? Mass? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you got some stuff to deal, don't you? In a bucket? What? Something oh. comes in a bucket. Oh, no. Sorry, Mass. Well, the Souls does. Hey, you should, um, just real quick, these, uh, cinnamon, I'll yeah? review this beer, but you should, you should take... Do you have more of these at home? I got a lot. You should take a four-pack of this and give it to a certain soon-to-be father-in-law. Father's Day gift or something, just because the name. Yeah, it's a it's a clever, it's a clever name. I didn't. Rebecca, just the name. Yeah. I, I Paul, do you want one? 
What flavors are we dealing with? Uh, whatever you want. <laughs> All right, Kyle. No, Kyle. Kyle. So whatever you come up I with. I want you to pick up the bucket. Pick it up. I got it in my lap. All right, Ma, close your eyes, reach into the bucket, and just pick one out. Ooh, that's Kyle's dick. Best. All right, so, that's it. Good. So. Just don't look at it. Throw it over. Yo, great throw. Oh, damn it. Did you get the original? The one I didn't <laughs> the want. The original? You got cinnamon. No, pineapple. Oh. I knew there wasn't any more cinnamon. I read the cat. There's only one cinnamon. I, I don't like I hate pineapple. Yeah, pineapple's <laughs> terrible. Is the peaches still in there? I have a I have one right here. Trade. I don't accept. You like pineapple. <laughs> you like pineapple. Man rejects that trade. You're your dad's kid. <laughs> Kyle threw that a high inside. <laughs> I know. Threw him the high cheese. <laughs> it's like, hey, adjust, adjust, adjust. That's why I play so much better, like, intoxicated, because like, I don't feel my arm. <laughs> Kyle, you don't so throw That's how he threw a no-hitter when he was 13. <laughs> he was fucked up. <laughs> You got something on your face. So wait, but it's like way over here. What? Other side. Are there no more nips? I'm about to, I'm about to make a peach boilermaker. Well, I'm, I'm over here. I'm waiting. You just got one. I did not. It's right there. Oh, I was oh it's the cinnamon one. <laughs> Ooh, thank you, Kyle. Sorry, my bad. I was expecting to have to catch it and then miss it. <laughs> this smells good. Ready? This just smells like peach tree. Mark, are you going to do one? I nah, I don't want one. Come no, I'm trying to drive home. Yeah. From where? Here. From Kyle's house. Oh, God. Come on. Listen, we all don't get personal chauffeurs every week. No, Mark might be driving home from here. <laughs> Hire one. Send him on. Sorry, I'm slow. <laughs> I don't think we've ever seen Kyle shake his head so much. Pineapple's rough. <laughs> yep. You should have just put it back in the bucket and picked a different one. No, I didn't. Wow. All right. So I'm going with, I'm going with the nips tonight. But I did want to talk about Kendall. If you can pull up, uh, I think with ESPN maybe MLB like predictions for this year for the standings, I have a lot to gripe with them. Give me a minute, all right? What? I didn't mean to like negative. Just give me a minute. Oh. <laughs> um. You know, I I was kind of thinking about this. We're just gonna vamp for a minute here. Um, what do you guys think about like week to week? We just go through an old NFL draft and look at the biggest swing and misses. That'd be fun. Do that for multiple drafts. Mostly because I was looking at one today, trying to figure out like when Winston was drafted. He wasn't a swing and miss. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Oh, okay. It was a real bummer to see the Giants draft Eric Flowers right before Todd Gurley. So that's just a real shitty thing. But, but Eric Flowers is doing pretty well in Washington. That's not true. It is. It's not. He was still bad. He really wasn't, though. I don't usually agree with Kyle unless he's right, but he's right in this case. He was not bad in Washington. He was actually starting to like, like, out. They were saying like he actually played pretty well last year. He he would always um, show these quick little flash, but he he's terrible. So here's the oh. thing. Here's the thing. We can never do this with MLB. Oh, God, no. And we can't do it with NHL. But I would like to, on an occasion, I don't want to do it every week, but every so often, I like yeah. to sprinkle it in. But every once in a while, I'd like to sprinkle an NBA draft MLB in there. And so, like, obviously, like, the week ahead of time, uh, give give those who aren't basketball privy the the year of the draft we're going to do so you can kind of do some research. <sighs> obviously, like, Mock lives by the motto, if I haven't heard of you, you're not good. It's true. It's not true. Have you heard of Furkin Cormaz? Kyle, he's not good. He's good once <laughs> in a while. No, no, no. So, so the thing <laughs> is, if I know that? your name, that means you're good. 
There's a couple of exceptions. Omarashi. No, he's the goat. But a bad. <laughs> but for the most part, if I know your name, that means you're worth knowing. Hey all Paul. Right. Hey, I appreciate you wearing that Zion shirt today. Hey, I wear this all the time. This shirt is oh. very soft. I know. Do you? I want you to understand something. I went to so for the longest time. I bought that for you. That was a late add-on to your Secret Santa kit <laughs> because I had a Foot Locker gift card for twenty-five dollars that was burning a hole in my wallet. I don't shop at Foot Locker; too expensive. Hey, they sell Funko Pops from time to time. Just, just a heads up. Well, I would have wish really? I would have known that. I would have went to different Foot Lockers. But well, anyway, no, so like for a while, they they actually had. Um, this was a couple years ago. They had a uh, Ray Rice. The uh, I think it was the bronze Michael Jordan like exclusive. Oh really? They had a LeBron James one at one time. Every once in a while, they throw out like these random Foot Locker exclusives. I didn't know that. But um, so anyway, so on the back of the gift card, it doesn't state other places you can use it. Ooh, Evelyn's? No, you can use it at Champs. They're owned by the same people. Mm. Didn't know that. So I went to a Champs and they had the Zion Williamson's shirt. And they told me, oh, this was in Westfield or uh, Meredith. Yep. Oh, we don't have it, but the Milford Mall has it. Okay. So I work near Milford, so I go to the Milford Mall. Milford Mall does not have it. They tell me that the Trumbull Mall has it. Go to the Trumbull Mall. Trumbull Mall does not have it. They were all wrong. Oh, we don't have it, but the Buckland Hills Mall has it. So while I'm doing all my Christmas shopping, I I like to hit every mall while I'm Christmas shopping just because you find different shit. Let's go to the Buckland Hills Mall. No, we don't have it, but the Danbury Mall has it. Finally go to the Danbury Mall. All we have is a men's small and a youth medium and a woman's triple X. Ooh. And I'm like, mm, pretty sure that's still going to be a little tight. <laughs> just be, just because a woman's triple X is a lot different than a men's double X. Well, they're a swimming X. shirt. So, but then the guy ended up digging around. But I went, to, I went to five malls to find that shirt. Just because once it was in my head that I could possess a Zion Williamson shirt for you, I was like, oh, I got to have it. The guy doesn't really have any recent Pelicans merch. The so, only thing you have besides that is a Davis shirt, right? I have my Davis shirt. And he's a piece of shit. I hate him. He's a Packers fan, that bastard. His, the, oh. He went to the Packers fucking um, playoff game, and the reasoning he gave was, well, Chicago didn't make the playoffs, so I'm going to support the Packers. So NBC Sports Chicago put a thing on about how Anthony Davis is in Chicago for All-Star Weekend, hometown kid, wouldn't it be great to see him in the Bulls uniform? Literally everybody was just like, fuck him. And they were like, just let us dream. Dream about what? A traitor? I'd fucking rather have a cub on my team. Or I'd rather have a white sock on my team. Like, people were just so like, fuck him. I, actually, one guy even commented, I'd rather, I'd literally rather the Bears sign Aaron Rodgers than have Anthony Davis in the Bulls. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I mean, I'm not that extreme, but pretty close. Uh, All right, Paul. Kyle. What? Hold on, sorry. sorry. Mass, is, mass is summoning me. Uh, you said to remind you in the third hour about something that would piss Kendall off, I think. Yeah, I knew Kendall wouldn't remember. Well, I knew that Mass would. I didn't get a chance to. You wouldn't have remembered. Well, I was going to save it to the end of the show, but that's fine. No, you wouldn't Do have. Do you want to save it to the end of the show? Thank you, Merlin. All right, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Kyle, go ahead. So, somebody, or someone, or whoever the fuck this is, Came out with their own projection for this season. The MLB 2020 season. 
And it kind of pissed me off. I he, see Kyle's first gripe. These are the folks at Roto um, Champ. Let's, are... go to the, let's start off with the LEs. Can I go tell, tell me everybody? You don't have to say the record. To tell me. Okay, so Roto Champ. This is a website that you know they. they, they this is a like, bona fide, like, you know, sports website. They do. Yeah. They, yeah just say. So all right. So the AL East projections for 2020. Uh, they had Could the you New York. Bonafide, by the way. I'm sorry. Good use Could of bona fide. I you. agree. The New York Yankees are going to. Uh, in the year with a hundred and a sixty-two record, Tampa Rays is the second as eighty-nine and seventy-three. The Red Sox eighty-five seventy-seven. The Blue Jays seventy-six and eighty-six, and the Orioles uh, rounding out the East sixty-one and one hundred one. Quick thing: Do not think the Yankees get a hundred wins. My opinion, but I do think the Blue Jays finish way better than the Red Sox this year. Kyle, can I can I ask why you don't think they have a hundred wins? I, I just personally think that their their team is overhyped. For what them I, for them to say that Gio Urshela is better than Miguel Andahar, there's something fucking wrong. Sorry. But but again, I mean they have back to back hundred win seasons and they right. just added Garrett Cole. Yep. But I don't what well, the Garrett Cole thing's what it, but I don't think the rest of the rotation's that good. You haven't seen Severino pitch in a while. Paxton's already hurt. Hap sucks. Tanaka's a torn ligament away from being into Tommy John. You know what? Like all those injuries from last year, can they repeat it? I, I miss. I missed this. I'm sorry. I was looking at the journal. What, what, what's the the hot take here? Or the no, hot? no, no hot take. We're, Not we're hot look, take. But we're just looking like, at the, the list. I just and, don't think the Yankees have, win 100 oh, games. Oh, is this what we're talking about here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we have AL East. Yeah. I just don't think the Yankees win 100 games. Um, so, so then let me let me ask. Where do you put them? I agree with Kyle, but for different reasons. My only thing was, is and I, I think if we're going back to a previous show, I think I'm correct. I do put my foot in my mouth about the Dodgers, given recent events, obviously. (laughs) But I do think that the Yankees, they have just a hiccup at some point in the season, and I, I think the Rays take the division. I just see uh, it for some reason. You did. I have the rankings up right here because I was the one who kept track of that. You did predict the Rays to win the division. I, I just the think Yankees. I just think the Rays do, it. and I don't think either team wins a hundred. I think the Rays win like ninety five, and the White uh, the Yankees win like ninety four. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be really close. I it, it's nothing, and I think the Yankees win in the wild card mm. and go further. Than, I think they go to the at least the AL conference or the AL championship game, divisional championship game, whatever. Um, also, I just I just see like people. I see like a hiccup for the Yankees. I don't know why. I just in my my gut, I feel a hiccup for the Yankees when the Rays are hot, like kind of like a, all the chips fall as they yeah. may kind of deal. Um, but again, it's like a one two game stretch. But I think the Yankees definitely definitely ninety five. Sophomore slump for who? Glaber Torres, your starting shortstop. Defensively and offensively. Isn't this his third year? Not really. Mark, do you have any of those shot glasses down there? Yes. Can I have one, please? Thank you. I don't think it's his third season. I think it's his second. I, I could be, I thought I thought this upcoming one was his third. I could be wrong. Unless he played briefly the year before. I, I thought he played most of the season the year before. I don't think so. I think he got traded, wasn't it? Because then Chapman got came back that year. No, that he came back. After the Cubs won the World so Series. So 2017 it came back. But I don't think Torres was up yet. 
I thought Torres Miguel came Andujar uh, first debuted with the Yankees June 28, 2017. All right. We're talking about Glaber Torres. <laughs> this is a test for Rebecca. Um, so, wait, you're telling me that you, you honestly think in your gut. I just, I have a real hard time believing. I can't remember the player's name. Eh, forget it. I was trying to make a joke, but I forgot the player's name I was going with. <laughs> All right, uh, AL Central. Let me search it. What is it, Kendall? For the AL Central, we hold have on. The... No, I want. I want to. I want to. You, you can still think about it. I'm just no, to no, no, no. Because once we move on from the AL East, uh, um, Yankees CD card. I, I upper. Well, I looked it up. I thought that Torres came out like as soon as Didi got hurt. He, I don't think so. He and might that, have. He might have. And that I'm was not, the year before. I, I thought, because then they brought him up. He might have. I'm, I'm thinking like full. You're truly, you're really trying to tell me, uh, this was more, uh, this joke's not funny now, because it killed so much time, but it was more playing off of mass fucking up. You're really telling me that you expect Bernie Williams to have a sophomore slump? <laughs> <laughs> now, can I tell you something? I yes. have in my possession. Now, those that know me well, this crew included, I have a very extensive sports card collection. Very, very lucrative. A lot of very valuable cards. He does not have a Bernie Williams card. I do. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know what the Bernie... Like, I, have, I have one Bernie Williams card. Can I tell you what it is? Rookie autograph? Is it him no. playing a guitar? It's Bernie Williams. It's a card that you could... I mean, you could still do it today if you have it. But back in the day when this was more prominent, it was 2006, I think. Is that check out? Bernie Williams, 2006? Uh, it might have been towards the end. Yeah. So 2004, maybe? Somewhere uh, around there. Yeah. Right, I think it was early yeah. 2000s. It is... Do you remember when you used to have a desktop computer? Yeah, of yeah. course. And you would push the CD tray. Yeah. And it would yeah. open up for the CD. Backyard baseball was in it. In the CD tray, under the normal CD part, was a smaller disc spot. Yeah. Floppy disc? Yep. No, no, no. Floppy disc went in a different spot. It was <laughs> almost like a GameCube disc. disc. Right. <laughs> almost. I have a Bernie Williams GameCube disc card that you can put in the computer it was its own entity. and you push it in and it loads up bernie williams highlights from that year really it's worth like 380 dollars it was a sp- now it was it's a probably worth less because nobody has that technology <laughs> but it was it, it was incredible i remember when i got it i was like oh, this is so great who's this guy i put it in and i was like this guy kind of sucks <laughs> bernie williams was good uh, i hate bernie williams AL central he's the worst musician ever agreed uh, for Royal Champ, the AL Central includes the Twins leading with uh, 92 wins and 70 losses, Cleveland at 86 and 76, the White Sox at 82 and 80, the Tigers 67 and 95, and the Royals taking you out at 65 my, and 97. One, th- one second, one second. One second. <sighs> Come on, my man. gripe. This is my division. I should be able to go first. All right, go ahead. All right. I have two gripes. One, Kansas City wins less than 60 games. Second grade, I think that the Minnesota-Cleveland-Chicago thing, I think it goes Minnesota-Chicago-Cleveland, but I think it's way closer than that. I don't think it's 92-82. I think we're talking more 92-88. I think it's like 92, like 89-88 in that order of Twins, White Sox, Indians. I think the Indians, I think they, I think that they, uh, oh no, uh, sorry, uh, a lot of 99 talking right now. 
Where's Francisco Lindor playing? Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland. I think Cleveland comes out to a real shitty start. Picks it up a bit, but gets an offer they can't refuse on Lindor. And they manage and, and with with the rest of the pieces they have, they manage in a weak division. And and honestly, in my opinion, a weaker conference. So I don't think the Red Sox are really going to be anybody to really like be super scared of this year, especially now that they've lost a serviceable starting pitcher and uh, an absolute all star. And lost two starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. They've lost right, two yeah, starting yeah. pitchers. So I mean, it's it's the Yankees and the Rays, and then when you go to AL West, you're talking Astros. Athletics, Dodgers, they are athletics, uh, Angels. I mean, they can put up a like a fight, but you can still beat them. So I think the Indians can hold their own. But I see Francisco Lindor on the move during the season, due to a rough first start. But I think it's much closer than a ten game span. And I don't think the Royals win sixty games this year. I think they finish at fifty eight and whatever the rest of the math so looks. So, Kyle, Kyle, you want to go? Oh yeah, well, um, go ahead. You're wrong, but for a reason that you don't think you're wrong. The White Love Sox. The, the White Sox will win that division. And I will tell you why. The Minnesota Twins have absolutely no fucking pitching. They lost pitching. Um, they can't. Yeah, they have the home run bat, but that is easily beatable, and they strike out a ton. The Cleveland Indians lost Corey Kluber, and this happened the other day. Mike Clevenger is out for a significant amount of time. Where did Kluber go? Do you disagree with me though? Do you disagree Ranger. with me that? I- on a on a on a shaky start, I don't think the Indians make it to. No, no, no. I'm saying no, but on a shaky start, Lindor's on the move. I think Lindor's on the move by the All Star break, regardless. Yeah, me too. To the White Sox, right? Uh, no. Come on. <laughs> All right. Can so, you just say yes for me? Sure, but I I personally think that the White Sox are the better, the best team in that division on paper and talent wise. So here's the thing. I'll disagree with you. I'll disagree with you. The White Sox, in my opinion, are not the better team on paper. They're the better team on promise. They're coming off of two of the top <laughs> three batting titles in the MLB with uh, Mankata and uh, at three and Anderson at one. They're coming off of a career year from Giolito. They're coming off of a career year from McCann, who's now going to be servicing the backup role mm-hmm. because they got mm-hmm. um, Grundahl. And they're going to have depth at the catcher position and – the bench position for the first time in a long time because they're going to be – I don't know what they're going to do yet, but as a lefty with power, there's a lot of questions, Mark. Do you let Collins catch regularly in the minors or do you let him be a lefty off the bench? Now, in my opinion – correct me if I'm wrong, but in my opinion, pinch hitting is the hardest thing to do in baseball. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty terrible. I think pinch hitting is the hardest thing to do in baseball. There's no rhythm. There's no rhyme, especially when you're not a regular starter. Zach Collins is you either have it or you don't. Zach That's Collins true. is maybe going to get at most eight starts this year, yeah. barring injury. But eight starts this year, just due to the like probably won't be up, rack, racked up fatigue. If he is up though, he's going to be a consistent pinch hitting lefty off the bench, which is a great thing to have, right? Having a lefty off the bench in a pinch hitting right. situation that can hit for power. That's a great thing to have, but. My thing is, is the the White Sox. It's gonna for me to write them in as division champions. I need to see what they're gonna do in the first thirty games, and that is coming off of. Can is Anderson still gonna be hitting at the level he was hitting? Is Mankata still gonna be hitting at the level he was hitting? Does Elhoy take that next step as a defender in the outfield? Because we know the bats there. We've known that for a long you don't time. Even need him to. 
But we do. We do need an. You do, though. Can can I explain why real quick? You do, though, because of. Let me get there. The. You have the question marks at the batting. You still have question marks at pitching. Is Giolito going to be that next-level pitcher? What is Kopik going to come back as? Dylan Cease is going to be up. What are you going to get from Rodon when he's back? You have the potential to get a lot of awkward balls into the outfield. Elhoy needs to kind of be on his game a little bit. Now, they have that center fielder, uh, is it Luis Robert? Right, that's gonna you know he's the next big thing at the center field position for them. Should be up. He should be up. May probably be up by we'll call it June, because um, they don't have a whole lot to do with. I, I I've read some reports that disagree with you. I'm not saying I disagree with you. Um, I I just I need to see. Like I said, the first thirty games. I need to see that this White Sox team can bring some of what they had last year into this year because the only sure thing in my opinion the white Sox have moving into 2020 is jose abreu you know what you're going to get out of jose abreu somebody that can hit for power but puts the ball in play when runners are on the bases and drives in runs but can people get on base for him to do that because jose abreu going up there with the bases loaded is a lot different of a batter than jose going up there with just a man on first jose abreu with a man on first is looking to put the ball in the gap and move him to third even if it means getting him out on a risky run to second. But Jose Abreu with the bases empty is swinging for the fences. Can you I rebuttal you for a second? You, you may. That's All the right. point of the show. So, the Chicago Mark, White what do you Sox. got? What? <laughs> Riveting radio. All right. So, the Chicago White Sox have, in my opinion, they're probably the second or third best bullpen in the AL West. Um, AL Central. I gotta tell you, I yeah, really, really, really wish we still had David Robertson. We don't have Pat Nishik, though. So, you signed Steve Sizik. Kelvin oh. Herrera will be better this Are year. Are you going to admit it now on the show? Yeah, you have. He signed a minor league deal. Um, you have Kelvin Herrera. You have Aaron Bummer. You have Chase he didn't. Fry. Kyle, he didn't. He did. You guys got to find it. I'm looking at it right now. MLB.com. Pat Nishik is a free agent. Um, You have Evan Marshall, who pitched very well out of the pen. And... Your closure to be determined, but anyway, it's Alex Colome still. It should be fucking Kopich. <laughs> I agree with you. It should be. But Colome is a good option, though. I think Kop- I think Kopich could, in his younger portion of his career, I think Kopich could come in as kind of like that, like three inning reliever. He yeah. had because he still has the stuff right now. But I think as he starts to progress and starts to come into his own, I think Kopich needs to kind of adapt that Chapman mentality, and- where it's like, hey, I can throw a buck too. Let right. me fucking blow it by him. I agree with you. Real quick, before we move on, I want to move on because we spent a lot of time on this. Because there's still a couple other things there's I want to get to. One more point I want to make. Huh? There's one more point I want to make. All right, hurry up. You have a Dallas Keuchel who ha- who will have a full spring training to get ready. I'm very excited to have and him. And that is huge. I'm very excited to have him. This is the most exciting that White Sox players have been in a long time. I mean, honestly, if you really break it down, this is the most excited... That White Sox fans have been since, we'll call it, 06 spring training. I'm not going to lie to you. They'll probably be the second most team I watched this year. The reason I say the 06 spring training is because I don't think a lot of people in the 05 spring training had them pegged to be the team they were. In 06, people were like, oh, what are they going to be? But anyway, Kyle, real quick before we move on, I just I just want you to guess this. Kyle, 10,000 points. You get three guesses. Don't hesitate. Just start rat- rattling them off because I want to move on. Who do you think is the next most searched for player after people have searched Pat Neshek? Because Google gives you those results. People also search for. So who do you think is the first person? Nick Vincent. Nope. 
I'll give you the hint. Description says teammate. Um, Tommy Hunter. Bingo. You got 10,000 points. Good job for you guys. He, uh, he, he signed a major league deal. I'm just letting you know. 10,000 points. You got 10,000 points. All right, let's move on. AFC, uh, AL West. A lot. You see Mike Trout talking about the Astros? Yeah. Saying they should be punished. I, Everybody's I, talking about them right now. I want to talk about that at a different time because it's going to take too long. No, I know. I, but I agree. I think the I think players, certain players should be punished. I understand they're carrying out orders, but you have the you have the option to say no. What are they going to do? A lot of players are. I don't a lot give of players a shit. are going to be punished by the other teams. I don't give this a year. shit. Everyone does it. Move on. The over, did you see the over under though on getting hit by pitches as an Astro player? Yeah, it's for this insane. Year? 80, insane. 80.5. Guess what? People on base, they're going to win games. They think eighty people are going to get hit by a ball. Yeah, they think eighty. I believe it. 80 teams are stupid as fuck. Yeah. Go ahead. All right, so wow. Uh, we'll go on to the. Uh, Hold on, AL West. We're doing the AL West. Okay. Did you? Is that what you wanted to say, Kyle? Yeah, uh, I just can't see it. It says Astros winning ninety-eight and sixty-four. Uh, Angels eighty-five seventy-six. Athletics eighty-four seventy-eight. Rangers seventy-three eighty-nine. Mariners sixty-seven ninety-five. My opinion is how the fuck are you going to put the Athletics below the Angels? I agree. The Athletics have a way better roster. They proved they can win with that team. They're just going to get better. They're young. They're pitching adequate. Angels still have no bullpen, no starting rotation. It is what it is. I also don't think a team in this division finishes with less than 70 wins. I think the Mariners break out. Or not break out. I think the Mariners manage to win 70 games. I mean, The Mariners are not a terrible team. I mean, Mitch Haniger had a 142-game hitting streak. Talk about the show, guys. <laughs> it doesn't matter where it is. I, I don't think the Astros win that division. I do for one reason. They brought in the right coach for this situation. But my my thing is, and it's not even going to be that they play poorly. I think it's just going to be all season long, after every single game, the first question they're going to be asked is coming back to the sign stealing. and You know, there's one, there's one way to beat it. So There's one way to beat it. Go ahead, go ahead Kyle. And then that you perform to your best ability. So, Kyle, so Mark, real quick, I agree that that is for sure going to be the the question number one asked. However, I think if there's one team to kind of dispute that and kind of rise above it and perform, Houston will do that. But again, I mean, with, with seeing everything that came out, we don't really know what this team is. You do. So but we don't. Is, I mean, a lot of these players. What, were good what does that mean? That. What Kyle, does that mean? Kyle, but, but here's what, what I mean. Too, they won a batting title way before that even happened. But in that 2017 season, when he won the MVP, look at his home versus away split. I get it. I get it. So like he struggled. But hear me out. In struggled 2000, in 2013 when he won. When he had a th- like 320. What's the reason for that? Kyle, listen, I'm not saying he's not a good player, but what I'm saying is, is the the year that all this happened when he won the MVP. He was batting under a hundred on the road. In my opinion, my, my opinion, my personal opinion, and we'll get on from this, is that everybody fucking tried to steal signs in the MLB. They just happened to get caught. Well, well, this one a whole other degree. It doesn't matter. But here's the deal. Here's Everyone the deal. does it. Can I tell you something real quick? And I, I've mentioned this a million times now. Can this have happened in 1977? No, of course not. Because you know what? Well, in no. 1977, they were trying to find to do what they're doing in 2019 and 2017. In 2018, and, and if you're that worried about it, change your fucking signs. And that's the thing is, you know, if, if you're a good franchise, then hey, you're switching the signs more often than not, and you're, you're trying to, you know, beat your opponent in a mental level or a different way. However, 
the team is facing the Astros. We're not. And do, do I? Do, am, I'm here to. Am, am I defending the Astros? No, I because am. because it's it was listen because it was against the rules. I get it. I get it. Right, we gotta, However, we got to move on. We got to move on to the NL. Uh, this is one I had the biggest gripe with. And it's not even because it's the Phillies at first. I don't think the fucking Mets are even close to that. Yeah, they, they signed some pitchers, but they signed Rick Purcello. Can you scroll up a little bit, Kendall? So yes. you can see the whole the Mets, East. the Mets have Rick Purcello. Oh, Congrats. Bartolo's coming back this year, though. He's Always in the Mexican. He's in the Mexican League what? deal. Oh, uh, my bad, my bad. I thought you could see it. But... You know, you had the Nationals over the Braves who won the division last year, which is bullshit. They're going to take a big step back without Anthony Rendon. Their pitching is only going to take them so far. So, Kyle, I have also... I think the Phillies are way fucking better than they were last year. So, Kyle, I have also seen the, the, uh, the Mets being the, le- the leader in, like, multiple locations. And I know, of course, being a homer, like, oh, of course I agree. However, I don't see the Mets being a favorite nearly no. as high as, as what's projected. We both know the favorite in the division should be the fucking Atlanta Braves. It, it should, and it should. And it's amazing that they're put as low as they are at the third like, spot. Like, why, why are they not? What, what do they have? What, what have they lost? No, and no. For for me, what I kind of anticipate the the East going as being very close, being like the the, the Braves win. Let's say the Braves win eighty nine. The uh the Phillies win. We'll call eighty seven. The the Mets eighty six. I think so the Nationals so take a big step back. I, it's not even because I'm like I hate them. It's just because realistically they don't have Anthony Rendon. You know, the, yeah, well, they, signed, it, they signed Steven it's, Strasburg. It's going to be a factor, for real. Like, they signed Steven Strasburg, but he's such a fucking in- injury-prone pitcher, it's not even funny. Max Scherzer's 37. Right, Michael Sanchez right. is not going to have the same year. You're right. Patrick Corbin had a five, had a four-and-a-half ERA the year before. You're right. And I, I, me as a Mets fan, like, hey, I, I love the projections. Of course I do, because it hasn't happened but yet. Like, I get it. Like, your pitching is phenomenal. You're starting pitching. Right. Your bullpen's ass. We can agree on that. Of course. Your 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 lineup is kind of whatever. Yeah. There's nothing sexy about your lineup. No. You can get them out. The Phillies have at least added needs where they needed to. Their bullpen's better. Their starting rotation is, is a tad better. I mean, I think we're in agreement, Kyle, that the Mets can win 80 games. They, they can win 80 games. They can win 80 games for sure. And, and plus 80 games. We'll say we'll put... 84 I, to 85 is being a, a, an absolute. I, I think I honestly think it's with Braves Phillies. I see both wild cards coming out of this division. I do. Too. I see the Braves winning the division with the Phillies and the Mets getting the wild cards. I see. The, I see the Braves being a 90 plus win team. I see the Mets and the Phillies finishing between that 88 and 92 range. We'll call it. So we all kind of agree that the Nationals also, fall back. I do think the Nationals fall back. I don't think the Mets finish first in the division, and I don't think I the Marlins know. get 70 wins. No, I don't either. I think the Marlins win like seventy, but I don't think it's. I think it's like seventy-two. No. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. I, I think it's sixty-five. Sixty-five wins. I See, to me, all I do is shit on how like Kyle can attest to this. The other day, I was talking about how it's amazing how a team can go eighty-one and eighty-one and be five hundred, and that's kind of like a shit year. But ninety wins is a great year. It's just nine more wins. Nine more. But I'm sitting here talking about how, like seventy wins, pff, sixty-five. Like, like, I'm my, starting to get baseball guys. In my, in my I'm opinion, fucking getting it. In my opinion: the Philadelphia Phillies have added, yeah. have added Zach Wheeler. Fuck yeah. Okay. Mostly because of Goose Island. Everybody <laughs> across the league expects to make like a Garrett Cole type leap because he had the same numbers around the same age. Even if he has like a three point five ERA, 
that's fucking huge for that for that rotation. Okay, they, Bryce Harper's done a second year who had a great first year, but you added Didi Gregorius, you get Andrew McCutcheon back, who we all know when Andrew McCutcheon was healthy, that offense was fucking totally different. They were insane. So you have Gene Segura come back, who's not going to hit 280. He's been a 300 hitter his whole life. You know? You know, you have a rookie Adam Hazley, who I'm kind of sketchy on, but he's not a total winner. But you have tons of pieces that are coming back that should, that are supposed to be better, and I think they will be. Reese Hawkins isn't going to hit 240. I'm sorry. He's not. JT Omuto is going to play better. So we're in agreement, you know, for me, I... I would love if the Mets would win this division. However, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see. It. I don't. I don't see them. You know, sinking big time. I just However, don't see what the other people see. I'm not. I'm not being a jerk. No, I, and I agree to a certain standpoint because it just I like on like Brandon Nimmo is a center fielder, right? They're starting the year, right? And, and, and thing is, you know, Brandon Nimmo isn't that a bat. He's a starter. He's a starter. However, yeah, Michael Conforto, who's on and off. You got right. You know, the Mets have a lot of upside. You know. To making the splash. Who's your catcher? Was it Ramos uh, still? It's it's going to be Ramos, to, foreseeably to start, mm-hmm. foreseeably to start, and and, and that's going to be subject to change. I think we're in agreement that the Marlins are going to be where they're at, and the Nationals are kind of like you know, hey, we expect you know decent things from them. However, Howie Kendrick is not going to be the third baseman. Yeah. So I mean, in my opinion, he's not going to be the know, third baseman that they're looking for. You know, the thing is, you know, we're, we're ready to write the the, the Phillies off. You know, just because they had a whatever. bad year, they went eighty-one and eighty-one, but they got hurt. Let's move on. Let's move on. And out central, Mass, Mass, please step in. Forgot I had this. Piece. No, some people are okay. immune to cold tonight. So. so the central, you know, the projection is the Reds are going to win uh, the division, eighty-seven and seventy-five. Cubs hanging tight, eighty-four and seventy-eight. Brewers, eighty-three and seventy-nine. The Cardinals, Mass, seventy-nine and eighty-three, and the. Pirates of Pittsburgh are 71 and this 91. This is also very, very wrong. The St. Louis Cardinals haven't lost anything. If anything, they got rid of the problem. Michael Walker sucks. He went to the Mets. So it's interesting, though. Kyle, I, I, I'm interested in your opinion because, you know, we're, we're ready to crown the Reds as a div- division winner. So I, I guess I'm in the same position as you are. Um... Do you find the Brewers sinking, or not sinking, but being a third place team? I, don't I think see the I Brewers do. being a third place team, and well, and, I, and I think that's only because of the pitch. But underneath, underneath the Cubs, um, kind of just because the rotation is kind of like a boomer busting. I see it now, but I can also see it becoming a first place team. The Reds, yeah, they signed two guys: they signed Mike Mustakis and Nick Castellanos. They're big name signings, but they're, but it's like, so uh, they, they can easily suck as well. Right, I agree. So Joey uh, Votto is not the same. I, I, I want to stop you just for a second. So, what what is your what is your big hate of the Brewers being a second place, first place uh, finisher? Because the uh, St. Louis Cardinals should be a first place team. Okay, now, now you slash Mass can can you can you elaborate on that as well? They have the best rotation, and they have the best all-around lineup in that division. So you have Paul Goldschmidt, Colton Wong, Paul DeYoung. They, they, they did lose Marcelo Zuna. 
He went to the Braves. That's another reason why. Okay, so great Ozuna is, you know, a guy who finds a way to be in any line of whoever but you throw as him we've in. been alive, the St. Louis Cardinals have found ways. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree because yeah. they, they do. They do find a way to just be they annoying. They have a kid named Tyler O'Neill who's ready to be the next guy. And he's probably going to be better than Marcel Ozuna. Marcel Ozuna's yeah. on the way up. You're right. You're right. I, I, I do agree. I guess what I'm feeling is that the the, the Brewers being as as playing playing as well as they did this past season is not something to be. It's not a fluke. It's not a fluke for me. I mean, Jack Flaherty pitched absolutely lights out in the second half of that year, and I think that's just going to carry on to the next year. All right, next. Is, is that all I have to say about it, Mass? Anything? No, Kyle pretty much said everything. Okay. And you know what? Dodgers uh, winning 103 games, 59 losses. Padres uh, at 83 wins. Dunbacks 80. Uh, Rockies at 74. And Giants 65 wins for this year. Um, Dodgers will win a lot of games and because of how weak the division is. Um, I don't think the Dodgers are that cold cut team to win to the they go to the World Series because their pitching staff. Besides, you can say two of them, but Kershaw is kind of a question mark in the in the uh, playoffs. It's very sketchy. They lost Ryu, they lost Maeda, so now you're going to rely on two or three rookies to carry that rotation. They got to be a team that trades for some. I mean, they just have so many people on that team. They have to trade somebody. At some for point. pitching, no, I mean, like this year, I mean, like even by the dead, like they have to trade somebody. The Padres are just going to disappoint, like they always do. I hey, will never see, have a great June. I will never see a scenario where the Padres are going to win twenty games in a month. Not neither. Uh, the Diamondbacks could be a surprise because they added Madison Bumgarner, and you know they're a team that was on the cusp last year. You know, the Rockies are a team that's every other year, so they can bounce back. Right. If they don't for, trade for, for the Padres. Eighty-three wins. I could see that. Perhaps not being ninety wins, but I think a eighty-nine. Win. I don't because they did nothing to that pitching staff. Right. I mean, they they, they bolstered if anything anything else. I mean, they the, they they continued to fail. Right. You know, the, the Dodgers will forever be the division winner because you know the rest of the teams in this division are ready to just like, they're complacent. They're they're ready to be like you know. Hey. Like Kenley Jansen took a big step back last year. Right, and, and, and besides him, they have nothing in that bullpen. Absolutely and, and, nothing. And, and who's to say that that's not that's not a guy who's like, hey, or, or, or we, if hey, your team going into the playoffs, hey, can we ship you for something? Here's a guy that perhaps you know could be of some value. And what if the Dodgers disappoint? Right, I can see that happening too. Right, they're they're like the Mets; they're all or nothing. <laughs> they're more so than the Mets. Then they're all or nothing. They, they, these guys have been there and have been nothing than all. I, I was. I mean, I don't. I don't think they're all or nothing. I mean, this is a team that's gone to two World Series in the last three years. They of course, they have. Supporting the franchise because of the last. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. My back on. You're I think so. I know Mock heard me, but that's because he was looking at my lips. Kyle, can you hear me? Yeah. Are they one of the most? Are the Dodgers one of the most disappointing franchises of the last decade? Yeah, because they spent all this money. And they I'm just asking. It. No, no, we don't go next one. I just wanted a quick yes or no. I think so. All right. So, are, are we done? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, 
Kyle, I love you to death, but I told you this. I knew it wasn't going to take 10 minutes. <laughs> Did I not say that to you? I just knew it. But to all of us, though. We so, all kind of talked about it. We're, no, out, of, good. we're out of time. Um, I want to hear the thing that was going to piss Kendall off, though. It's going to start a whole discussion. Yeah. Well, we, we, I'll keep it brief. I'll keep it brief. Group text. All right. How do you feel about the? <coughs> how do you feel about the recent? <coughs> Jesus fuck! How do you feel about the recent report that came out that said that the Patriots' plans are to re-sign Tom Brady and bring Hunter Henry and AJ Green into the mix? I think you know. Hey, if 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 that's what takes to win, great. I don't care. This is I want. I, I'm glad you kept it short, but keep it real at the same time. <laughs> can, can I keep it real? Because, you know, here's the deal. I would have been uh, outraged at this probably five years ago, but the Patriots already won six, so I don't care anymore. Well, you I know, think the, you're the just more upset came... that a Charger's going to go to the Patriots. Yeah, the report came from, <laughs> well, I just keep in mind, this is all in quotes, it's all, you know, rumor and innuendo, that a source close to Belichick said that there are no quarterbacks in free agency that can provide the Patriots with a winning mentality like Tom Brady can. Well, hey. Which is a pretty bold statement given that this is the most – I mean, I think that's excluding Drew Brees because I think Drew Brees is kind of like the whole – he's going to be a saint. Yeah. But, like, you know, the Phillip Rivers, I mean, Dak, Teddy Bridgewater, I think I think Dak is – I think it's pretty much said and done that he's going to get franchise tagged and try to figure it out. But would that upset you? Not, not, the, not Brady coming back, but that they add Hunter Henry and A.J. Green. No, because you know what, it, you know, it, it, it's it entirely a Patriot thing to do. I mean, they added Randy Moss, you know, X amount of years back. This is this is that is not a surprising. You look at it too, not to interrupt you, but what's the difference if Green is hurt as a Patriot? Well, he won't <laughs> well, no, be. They don't get hurt. They don't. They don't no, have right. the same. They don't have the same unsuccess there that they do <laughs> elsewhere. Right. You know, Green will have a huge year, and and, it's, and Hunter Henry as well would have a huge year. You know, it would be a bummer for me, but you know what. It doesn't matter. Hey, he did great matter. for me in fantasy last it year. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you're Hunter you're, Henry. Because you're a rat, a real <laughs> rat, 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 rat. <laughs> He's a rat. He's a rat. He's a rat. He's a rat. Anyway, come down, Ella Black. <laughs> nice reference. Thank you, Kyle. How was your beer? Uh, the. Let me tell you something. These beers I had are losing star ratings due to difficulty of label removal. <laughs> you had to be there was average. It wasn't great. Um, the taste wasn't fantastic. But you By know, the way, huge fan of this being forever thing. Would I get it again? Probably. No, lower it. Two and a half. Too loud. Little tug sucked ass. It was a one star. The taste was terrible. After taste wasn't very good. And I'm going to go pee. So, uh, I also had the little tug. Um... I personally usually like, you know, I'm, I'm, you guys know I'm a big IPA guy. I like Session IPA. This one, the as Kyle said, the the finish on it is a little rough. I don't know um, if, if we caught a, an off batch or what, but uh, I, I am not a giant fan of this one. Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> so, I began... With uh, uh, <coughs> I had the nice cans by uh, Sheevan, Connecticut brewed, fourteen dollars roughly, five point two percent, a golden uh, color, and the aroma is citrus and uh, flavor citrus earthy. It's very tasty. Uh, I don't know. It, it, uh, 
it's very regular. It's a very regular beer. Um, two stars. What I get in? Maybe yes. It's an, it's an okay beer. I enjoy Which it. What was that one? This was the uh, nice cans by shipping. You will get again because you have a lot of it. Yeah, it's true. So real quick, I had this. I meant to mark it. Um, and then would you would you start off with the the? So uh, listen, I, I I started. I I'm sorry, that was my bad. I started with the uh, the decadent orange cream ale. Uh, from uh, Decadent Ale yeah. in Stratford. Real quick, I just want to do this. This is something I'd like to start doing, if possible. I mean, I know Mock doesn't keep a beverage journal anymore. I know, I kind of fell off. You should start doing it again. It's a lot of fun. It gives you a better chance to review. I know. So I'd like to go back to March 25th of 2019, when I had the little tug. Um, I gave it a two-and-a-half star rating. I said it was blandish with citrus... But very light. And I said I was doubtful on getting it again. Yeah. So just a beer that was had tonight. I'd like to give my take on a beer that I recently had had it in the past on the, the review side of it. But tonight I had, I started off with the Molson Canadian uh, just to let my beers get cold. Um, from the Reed Collection, the Rat Collection. <laughs> um, I had, from the Rat Reserve. From the Rat Reserve. <laughs> I had Dave's Kick Save IPA from Overshore's Brewing out of East Haven, Connecticut. It was $3 at 7% alcohol. Straw colored with a grainy, smoky citrus aroma and a smoky, grainy flavor. Uh, it was a hoppy IPA, solid for a single IPA with such a higher ABV. Usually in that 7 to 9%, you start to see the doubles start rolling in. But um, I had good flavor. I gave it three stars and said, sure, I'd get it again. And it's got a cool thing on the can. This is uh, back reminiscing to a guy that played... Um, before they were actually the uh, the New Haven Nighthawks back when they were the uh, the New Haven Blades. Also did some coaching from Dave as a coach from the Aylesville. Um, and I finished off with the New Haven Nighthawk Light, which is a light style beer by the Overshores Brewing Company out of East Haven. $3 at 4.25%. Golden color, greeny, and very barn smelling and aroma. I don't mean barn in terms of shit. I mean in terms of like straw, hay bales. Um, very grainy flavor and again that straw type of taste. It was very light with a very thin body. Minimal hopper grain flavor with nothing distinguishable in terms of like a unique personality. But it's very crushable at 4.5%. So I gave it 2.5 stars and said maybe I'd get it again. And that's my beer review from the Rat Reserve. Right, right, right. Um, Mock, in case they wanted to know more about the Rat Reserve, where could they find out about that? Subscribe and find us on Facebook, Instagram, at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's taking 10-minute segments, 45 minutes too long, or being <laughs> part of the Rat Reserve. Be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Wherever you find internet radio shows and podcasts, you find us. Also on Spreaker. And listen, give us a review. Give us a rating. We'll, we'll read them. You know, Bingo. We'll read them on here. We'll respond. We'll read them. We'll talk about it. We'll send you news to Kyle. We're all in. Tub picks a Massey, man. Bingo. Next week, we're going to continue the uh, monthly segment section with the Red Barons 30 under 30. We're going to be doing, going in, uh, diving into the MLB world. It's going to get a little interesting. And... Uh, 
we're going to have a bunch of other fun stuff to talk about. So make sure you tune in next week on the PPRN Radio Network live on Spreaker for Getting Torture Drunk. But until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. I'm the Nacho. Nacho. <laughs> Not so Nacho. Cheap. All right. All right. <laughs> the Mass Chris Massey. And I'm the Red Baron of a rat. Let me tell you something, sir. Yeah.